the children of the forest. It's episode 20 of Children of the Force, an episode I like to call the COTF Pre-TFA Q&A Council Extravaganza. Or, if you prefer the longer version, the Children of the Force, pre-The Force Awakens, question and answer council extravaganza! And of course, you're listening to Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nawatsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm nine. I'm Liam, and I'm six. Awesome. You guys ready for this? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, well, we start most episodes with Star Wars-y stuff. The Star Wars-y stuff that we've been up to. And today will be no different, so let's get to it. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to do a little bit of Star Wars-y stuff. So, Verizon was giving away Star Wars-branded Google Cardboard viewers last Wednesday, and I scored an R2-D2 one. So we've been playing with that, haven't we? The little virtual reality viewer. Oh, yeah. And the Jakku Spy on the Star Wars app. That's been mm-hmm. pretty cool. So, so far, we've had... We've seen the Millennium Falcon flying away from a pursuing TIE Fighter and some other vehicle that shoots down the TIE Fighter. I think. If I can see it correctly. It's a little bit blurry. Um, and then we were in that marketplace and it looks like some first order stormtroopers were questioning somebody oh you haven't seen that one yet and then bb8's like hiding behind some boxes and and uh and then we see uh that same ship that shot the tie fighter was parked kind of close to the millennium falcon in the distance and it flew away lifted off and flew away so i don't know it's pretty cool so far um, and actually we've done, you know, we have other VR apps on our phone, um, like the, the roller coaster one and the Google cardboard app itself, which is really cool. Anna, you had a lot of fun looking. What was your favorite place to go in the Google cardboard app? Um, I think it was the, the tour where you can go different places. You can look down and then hit the button. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then you can go to different places and different locations. Around. Right. Right. What was your favorite location? I don't know. Mm, there was like Paris here by the Eiffel Tower. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, I'm really happy to see that Star Wars is doing some VR stuff. And I think it's only going to get better and more interesting. And I can't wait to see what more they do with it. In other news, Kathleen Kennedy, the head of Lucasfilm, she said that uh, George Lucas has seen The Force Awakens. And he really liked it, she said. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's good to know. Yeah. Right? Liam, you've expressed concern in the past that George Lucas isn't the one writing this story and how it's not going to seem like Star Wars since it's not George Lucas. But we have my classmates out there do that. What, what's that? Hold on. Um, Anna, you go first. What? And my classmates also said that. Oh, they had that concern about George Lucas too, about the absence of George Lucas. So, yes, Liam, uh, I think you said he's seen the movie already. That's right. George Lucas has seen The Force Why? Awakens. Why? Uh, I think they. Well, I think out of respect for him, they showed it to him, you know, and uh, and he really liked it. So, so does that help you a little bit, Liam, with your concern that George Lucas isn't the one doing the movie, knowing that he liked it? That doesn't make any sense. Why would it? Why would it what? Why would it help my concern? Oh, well, knowing that at least George Lucas really liked it, that it's a movie that he thinks is good. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe. Okay. All right. Um, 
Yeah, so as we record this, it is 11 days until The Force Awakens. I can't even contain my excitement, even though it doesn't sound like I'm all that excited. I'm, I'm kind of uh, in a state of uh, shock, sort of. I don't know. It, yeah, it's it, like I, I feel like it's impossible because we've been waiting. Mm-hmm. And now it's 11 days. Mm-hmm. 31 days. Now it's 11 days. It was it was I, 31 days? I, I remember when it was 31, but not... Oh. oh my gosh, it's 11 days. <laughs> it's 11 days. I know. It seems like I just realized it. Yeah. It's, it's a it week and four days. so unreal. I'm a little uh, anxious. I'm a little nervous. Off? Can you what, Liam? Can you scream my head off? Can you scream your head off? Sure. Do you want to put your hands over your mouth before you do it? Mm, I don't need to. No? Okay. <laughs> You don't need to scream your head off? Not, oh, okay. Oh, not okay, if good. we're on the podcast. Oh, that's after, probably a good yeah. idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. So, uh, this is probably the last episode we're going to record before The Force Awakens. Uh, and then after, we will have a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. Uh, including probably some thoughts while we're in line. Maybe we'll talk to some people in line. We'll do some immediate reaction after the movie. Uh, the next morning, we're probably going to record some more. We're probably going to go to it the day again, <laughs> the day after that again, maybe on Saturday or Sunday, um, and then talk about it some more. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be hard. It's going to be you know. But we'll hopefully have something. But then we'll miss two days of school. Jeez. No, <laughs> no, no. I'll you're just tired. missing. You're just missing one day, Friday, and then it's the weekend when oh. you get to go see it again. Yeah. And then, so. Yay! <laughs> and then can we see it the day after? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. So, uh, because this is the last episode before The Force Awakens, and because I am trying to stay a little bit away from news, and I don't want to talk about the news all that much because it's so close, I just don't want to know anymore. Instead, we're going to speculate, because we can still do that. It's so fun to do. It's so fun to talk about. What do you think is going to happen? In 11 days, we're not going to be able to do that anymore, because we will know what What happened. We'll be able to do that for episode eight, which, by the way, uh, Lawrence Kasdan, the writer the, of the script, the co-writer with J.J. Abrams of the script for The Force Awakens, he said that episode eight is uh, being written and directed by uh, Ryan Johnson, and he said uh, something about how uh, he's doing some weird thing, I think was his quote. He's doing some weird thing with episode eight. <laughs> so so that just like opens up my mind like whoa that means that episode 8 could be very different from the force awakens because i don't think they're trying to do a weird thing with the force awakens i think they're trying to give us some good old-fashioned star wars so mm-hmm. it makes me happy to know that they're going to kind of let people go with their vision you know and do what they what they feel is is right for star wars uh it also makes me a little bit nervous but not too nervous uh so, what we're doing today, because we're not talking about all the news and all that stuff, is we're going to speculate. We're going to do a question and answer council extravaganza. So let's get right to it. Our first question was sent to us from Kate. And we're going to listen to it right away. Here we go. Hey, Al, Anna, and Liam, and children of the Force listeners. It's Kate from the Nerd of Paradise and Blah by the Hut podcasts. And I'm throwing in my question for the 
pre-The Force Awakens question and answer council extravaganza. She said extravaganza right. Yahoo! Extravaganza. All right. My question is, what would you be most surprised to see in The Force Awakens? My answer for this is Mara Jade. I hope that we do see her, but I would be really surprised if we see her. How about you guys? Anna, what would you be most surprised to see? That's a great question. Thank you, Kate. What do you think? I would be most surprised to see Luke have a wife. To see Luke have a wife? I would be most... Oh, hold on, Liam. That's really interesting, Anna, because Mara Jade is Luke's wife in Legends. I know. But... But it's kind of different too, because it could be anybody, right? Mm-hmm. What makes you think that it would? What? Why would it be surprising if Luke had a wife? Why would that be surprising to you? I don't know. It just doesn't seem right. Doesn't seem right. Hmm. Um, mine. I think Luke's, Luke needs love too. Yeah, mine would be. Um, I think if in the movie, like at the beginning of the movie, Ray and Finn are all, I mean, already married. Oh, Ray and Finn are married to each other, no, or to someone else? Just to someone oh, else. Oh, just married. That would be very surprising. We have no indication that that is the case. So that would be a surprising thing, Liam. Yeah. Uh, For me, I think... uh, I can think of some really, really surprising things. But as far as things that could possibly happen... um, Because I don't think, you know... Like, uh, Snoke is... The Jar Jar. Snoke is Jar Jar, sure. Right. Yeah, that's... For me, that's, that's not a possibility. Even though there's a theory out there that says that Jar Jar was the dark side mastermind that orchestrated the fall of the Galactic Republic. Which is not true. No, but it's funny. Um, I would say seeing Yoda as a force ghost would be very surprising to me. I would be very surprised. Uh, I don't think think that's going to happen, but who knows? Uh... And then, uh, and Kate gave her answer, uh, seeing, seeing Mara Jade, that would be, that would be a shocker. That would be, uh, now as Kate mentioned, she does the Nerd of Paradise podcast, which is a great listen and always super interesting. You can follow Nerd of Paradise on Twitter at no F P P O D and check out the website at nerdofparadise.net. You can also follow Kate personally on Twitter at Kamadu, K-A-M-I-D-U-U. And Kate's also on the Blob of the Hut podcast, which is a really fun name to say. Say it with me, kids. Blob of the Hut. Blob of the Hut. <laughs> which you can follow on Twitter at Blob of the Hut. That's B-L-A-B-B-A-T-H-E-H-U-T-T. And their website is blobofthehut.com. So thanks again, Kate, for the question. Uh, it was great. You may recognize Kate as the person who gave us the special report from Star Wars Celebration back in April. Uh, so th- thanks again for that, Kate. Okay, my good friend Evan uh, asked on Facebook. He asked us the question, What is the airspeed of a migratory TIE fighter? To which I asked him to clarify, African or European TIE fighter? What? <laughs> and because you kids have not seen Monty Python's uh, Search for the Holy Grail uh, yet, uh, you're not going to get that, but <clears throat> it's okay. It's funny. Trust me. Anyway, on to his for reals question. Hey, guys. This is Evan Nelson. Do you think there will be any Force ghosts in the new movie? Are we going to see Yoda? Are we going to see Obi-Wan? 
maybe Anakin? Hmm. Well, that's interesting, because I had just said that I don't think we'll see Yoda, but if we did, it'd be shocking. Uh, Liam, how about you? What do you think? Will there be Force Ghosts? No. No. Okay. If there was one, who do you think it'd be? Anakin. Anakin? I mean, Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Okay. Anna. Anna. I almost said Anakin. <laughs> Anna. My what do you name think? is not Anakin, <laughs> no, it's first not. of all. Okay. And second of all, my answer is I think that Anakin might appear. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You think Anakin might appear as a Force ghost? Who would Anakin appear to? Who would see Anakin as a Force Luke. ghost? Luke. Maybe. That'd be a cool conversation to see. But maybe, don't you think that we would already have happened in the 30 years? Maybe it happens again. Yeah. Who knows? We might not be seeing the first time, right? Would you mm -hmm. like that if Anakin showed up as a Force ghost? Is that something you want to see? Not really. Not really. Why? I don't know. It just... I want to move on to mm -hmm. a new story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Too many nods to the past. Mm -hmm. If we see Anakin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, my answer, uh, I don't think we will see a Force ghost. I think it's going to be uh, kind of like a, a new hope in that way. Um, where we didn't see a Force Ghost. We did hear Obi-Wan's voice when Luke is in the trench on, on the Death Star. Uh, but I think maybe we'll see a Force Ghost in in Episode 8. Um, maybe, I don't know, some Jedi dies in The Force Awakens. Maybe. I don't know. Luke. Maybe Luke. <laughs> Liam, maybe. Liam, you don't want Luke to die, though, do you? Maybe. What? You maybe want Luke to die? I want him to go away. You want him to go away? What? Like you want him to leave the galaxy? Oh, maybe he's already left the galaxy. Maybe he has to come back. Anyway, so you... You... What? Why? Why don't you want Luke in the story? I'm, I'm ready to move on like Anna. You ready to move on? Mm-hmm. Uh, so are you, you're like ready for the young characters to take over, you mean? Like, you're kind of already ready? I'm ready for the, uh, a new story of young characters turned into old characters. There's oh. already old character and he's gonna be gone. You're ready for your generation's Star Wars. You don't want my generation's Star Wars. You want Star Wars for you, not for me. Right? Kind of, right? Kind of. Yeah, that, that's fine. I think that's what this movie is going to do. It's going to be passing the torch to the new generation, and that's great. I hope I hope more people are as willing to have a Star Wars without the old character as you are, Liam. I hope people are that are that ready for it, because I think it's going to happen. Uh, by the end of this trilogy, I'm pretty sure we're going to see, you know, mostly just the new characters. So, we'll see. Yeah, thanks for the question, Evan. Uh, oh, Evan's answer, by the way, is that he does think we will see a Force ghost. And he thinks it's going to be Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Which is kind of cool. Same he, me. Same with Liam, same yeah. With um, so that's that's pretty cool. Um, I don't know if they... I guess they could make him look a little bit older. Uh, Alec Guinness in A New Hope. When he was in A New Hope, he was older than Ewan McGregor is now. Uh, he's the same age as Mark Hamill is now, incidentally. But uh, but he is older than Ewan McGregor is now. Um, but they could age him. They could make him look more like that old hermit, that old crazy wizard, old Ben. We'll see. 
but who would he appear to? Would he appear to, to Luke again still? I don't know. In, uh, in Legends, Obi-Wan stops appearing to Luke not too long after Return of the Jedi. He just kind of moves on. I think that might make it canon. I think they might make that canon. They might make that part canon. Yeah, because, I mean, it's it just wouldn't make sense for them to keep coming back. Like, if Luke doesn't need advice, you know, are they in, like, this... Is it, like, a like a holding a holding pen, you know? Like, is, is there... Is there a time where they can decide to be completely dead, right? Instead of living forever as a Force ghost, right? Can can Obi-Wan just be like, oh, okay, I've done my duty, now I'm going to just go... And I'll just be part of the living Force, and I will not be conscious anymore, right? I don't know. I don't know. We might get answers to that kind of stuff in these movies. Why would he want to die? Well, he's already dead. And Jedi he are all about... talk and fight. You're right. He's dead, but he's not dead, 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 right? He could fight. He's dead, dead. He can't fight as a Force ghost. No. Yes, he can. No, he's not physical. You, you would move right through him. Right? He's a ghost. Okay. Yeah. Daddy, I forgot what <laughs> dead is. So, so, so. <laughs> yes, that's right. I had like a system. Right? There's dead, then dead, dead, then dead, dead, dead. Yeah, it's I had dead the, again. I don't. I don't know, Anna. We're not going to go through it. We don't have time. <laughs> we got to get to more questions. Okay. Okay. So, um, so yes. Thanks again, Evan. Uh, next question. We have friend of the show Ian, who I hear has been listening to all of our episodes in anticipation of going to the Force Awakens on opening night. He sent us this question. Hi, my name is Ian, and I am 11 years old, and my question is, what do you think about the Lego Star Wars prices? I think that they're reasonable, since they do have a lot of moving parts and some rare pieces, so it does make it worth it. All right. Well, um... Hmm. Now, Anna, you're you're not totally into the Lego Star Wars, but you might no. have an opinion on this. What do you think? Um, I think that they're a little high, but mm-hmm. I think they're pretty reasonable. Yeah. Okay. okay. I think Liam? they're a little high, but they're pretty reasonable. You think they're a little high, but they're pretty reasonable too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that that they make sense. That it makes sense that they're a little more expensive. Uh, but they are they are more expensive than the non Star Wars Legos or the non branded Legos, right? Like we got the Marvel Legos and the Jurassic World and DC and oh whatever. A bunch of different Legos. But then you have like Lego City, right? Or Lego Chima. Those are just Lego brand Legos. Um, they're not part of a, a separate movie that doesn't have anything to do with Legos. So uh, it makes sense that they're more expensive that these branded ones are because Lego has to pay the companies to use the likeness of their characters and all that stuff. Um, there's a lot more that goes into designing them, I think. Uh, so something that is, you know, the same piece count, like a thousand piece set for Star Wars is more expensive than a thousand piece set for like Lego City. Um, but like Ian said, uh, you know, they have really cool pieces. Um, although, you know, the regular Legos, they, they do come with unique pieces. Um, but Star Wars, you get really awesome minifigures, too. And these really cool Star Wars characters, and, and they're so unique. Yeah. Like Jabba the Hutt, or like Han, or even Han, the carbonite thing that you can put Han in. I mean, those are really cool. I have it. Yeah, you have and that one. And, and Jabba. 
That's right, and Jabba's awesome. Uh, I also have the Rancor. And the Rancor, well, the Rancor, yeah. I mean, that's something that you're not going to find in a in in a regular Lego set, a non-branded Lego set. So, oh, well, so yeah, I I think they're they're pretty good. It still stings a little bit when you pay that extra money, um, and some of them are rather expensive. But uh, you know, if you love Legos, and uh, I know that Ian does, he, Ian's actually uh, sounds like he might want to do some reviews of certain Lego sets for us. Which would be awesome. You can like come onto our review section of the show or something. That would be so cool. Uh, so thank you, Ian, for that that question. That was great. Okay, next we have Bob. Now Bob, I mentioned him in our uh, story time with Jedi Master Daddy, the Star Wars line special, which is episode seventeen, I believe. Uh, Bob was the person who stood in line and waited in line and ended up buying tickets for. Uh, your mom and a couple other people uh, in that same line that I I waited in for opening night of the Phantom Menace. So Bob had a few questions that he submitted on Facebook for us, <clears throat> and uh, we'll get right to them. The first question: Will the Millennium Falcon survive the movie? Will it survive the Force Awakens? Liam. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It will. Okay, Anna. Yes. Um, I'm pretty sure I will. Okay. I think it will also. Bob thinks that it's going to make it through the first movie, but it'll be destroyed in the second. Oh, that's actually kind of my theory, what, too. the first? Oh, yeah. Oh, kind of actually, right. Yeah. In, in The Force Awakens, but it'll be destroyed in the the second sequel, yes. Yeah, I don't know. I, I want to believe that's not going to happen. I don't want to live in a world without the Millennium Falcon in a Star Wars movie. I mean, we had the original trilogy. Well, it was in Revenge of the Sith, right? So we only have two movies without the Falcon in, because it was in mm-hmm. that one second spot in Revenge of the Sith when they're landing For in. not even but a second. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah, not even a second. But we know that it's going to be in The Force Awakens. We know it'll be in The Force Awakens. We're not sure if it'll be in the, in the eighth movie. Right, I'm just saying the eighth movie. We don't yeah. know. We but, don't even know that the Falcon and all those scenes with the Falcon... Are in the movie. Oh, yeah, we don't know. Yeah, I think we know. I mean, they wouldn't show us that much. There's so much. They built the Millennium Falcon. So, yeah, it's in the movie. There, It's possible that there are little pieces of the trailers that will not be in the movie, but but it's safe to say the Falcon will be. Um, yeah, Anna, saying episode eight, you want to say the name, right? Yeah. Let's just I'm go. I'm like, I think in episode, um, in, in, um, I'll just call it episode eight. <laughs> it is episode eight. Uh, I think it's The Force Goes Back to Sleep. Daddy. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's get to Bob's second question. Uh, will we see a new color of lightsaber from someone in The Force Awakens? Liam. No. No, you don't think so. Okay. Uh-uh. Anna, what do you think? New lightsaber color. Maybe. Maybe? If we did, what th- color do you think it would be? I think it's more possible than not possible. Okay. And I think it just might be a different shade of blue. A different shade of blue. All right. Like a darker blue or yeah. like a sky blue? Well, mm-hmm. it's already kind of sky blue. Or maybe like a, a very, very light blue. Like a teal? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, all right. Um, I do not think we will see any light. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. I mean, those guys standing, those people, I should say, because we don't know that they're guys. Those people standing with Kylo Ren. Do do any of them have a lightsaber? I don't know, right? Mm-hmm. 
I mean, are they are those the Knights of Ren? Are they Force users? Do they all have lightsabers? I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, so I'm like, I'm thinking, no, we're only going to see blue and red. Just the classic blue and red. And maybe green. Maybe green. I don't know. We might see Luke's lightsaber. Oh, we will see Luke's lightsaber. Yeah, but that's we, green. Oh, you then. mean like the well, lightsaber probably. he has now? Yeah, totally. Oh. oh, yeah. Do you think Luke has a lightsaber right now? Does he have his green lightsaber? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. He Maybe. Didn't lose it. No, he didn't lose that one, did he? He grabbed it before he left the second Death Star before it blew up, I think. Pretty sure. I the, think he did. I think yeah, it was confirmed by somebody, yeah. So Bob thinks we will see a new lightsaber color. He went with orange. That is a very unique guess, Bob. <laughs> that's uh that's a very unique color, orange. So um yeah, I mean, if you're right, if you're right on that, Bob, uh, I will give you a thumbs up because it's possible. I was going to say twenty dollars, but yeah, I don't know. I don't want to be let down if I see an orange lightsaber in the movie theater. I'll be like, dang it! I have to mail Bob twenty dollars. You know, I don't want that running through my head when I'm watching The Force Awakens. So, all right, um, his third is really interesting because it kind of relates to Evan's question and it's phrased differently. It's phrased, it, he assumes that we will. He says, which Jedi is going to make a ghostly force appearance? Hmm. Huh. And he says, uh, Yoda, Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon? Huh. Anakin. Anakin, right. We already said that. Anakin. Liam, you went with Obi-Wan. Uh, and I, and I said that we won't see one. <laughs> So I say none of the above. But Bob picked the one that I said that I didn't think would show up. He picked Yoda. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So, hmm. Yoda ghost cameo, he says. That's interesting. I don't know. I don't know. But thank you, Bob, for submitting those questions. Those were great. Uh, it was really nice to hear from you. So thanks. Our next question is from our good friend Tony. Tony says, Tony asks, Tony asks, which planet does Luke live on now? Where's Luke? Basically, is what Tony's asking. Where's Luke? Um, I have a kind of crazy guess, but it's a guess. Okay. I think he might live in Maskinad's castle. Oh, I like how you're thinking, Anna. You think he might live in Maz Kanata's castle? It just seems that way. Cause why? Why else would why else would they be going there? Interesting. So maybe he's kind of hiding out. Now we talked about in our canon news yeah, last week that's what I was that thinking. Maz Kanata's castle is a place where people can find refuge, right? And, Safety and from out. and hide out. So maybe Luke's hiding out in Maz Kanata's castle. Yeah. Whoa! Mind blown. How about you, Liam? What do you think? I don't know. He's on a rocky planet. He's on a rocky planet. Oh, we see his arm, don't we? Patting R2's head, we think. We're, we're assuming that's Luke. We're pretty um, sure. Pretty sure, right? So it does Less seem rocky. does seem rocky. We do see some rocks kind of on... I think it's Takodana, where Moscanada's castle it's is. It's probably Moscanada's castle yeah, I think destroyed. I, I think oh. it's Takodana. Okay, wow. So we got two for Takodana? Yeah, I, think, I think he has a friend that's there also. Oh, 
that he like he went there to hide out and yeah. then he made a friend. Oh. And that and he's um see the fire and there's his friend in the fire. <gasps> his friend died? Yeah, but but he's back there so they don't let us see that because oh. there's more fun. Right. Um, yeah. Oh man. That would be so sad. He does he it does seem like a very sad scene, doesn't it? Yeah. Right? Um wow. Well, I that's a good guess, you guys. I like I like how you're thinking. Um I'm going to go for the for the old favorite and say that he's living back on Tatooine. Hmm. Could you imagine if they went to Tatooine in the same movie where they went to Jakku? That would be so confusing for people. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just going to say it anyway. Because <laughs> they look the same. <laughs> Very similar, right? Yeah. So he's living on Tatooine I in, can tell. in, uh, in Obi-Wan's old house. <laughs> Is it, uh, didn't it get destroyed by the stormtroopers? Obi-Wan's house? Yeah. No, not by the stormtroopers. Although in in the Star Wars comic, we do see it getting destroyed, which we had to return that comic to the library, the trade paperback. So, but I'll get it again. You guys can read it. Somebody you know well destroys it anyway. So, um, Tony's question. Tony does not have an answer to his own question. He thinks that the characters are going to have to look for him, but he has no theories about where they'll find him. Thanks for the question, Tony. That was awesome. Alright, now, your Aunt Ellen asks, Is Kylo Ren Han and Leia's kid? <laughs> well, now that's an answer that we cannot, that's a question we cannot answer, right? I mean, right. No, we, we don't can, know. We can have an but what do you think? Though. Of course, of course, we can speculate. No. Liam says no. No. Why do you say no? Because. Because? Can't be. Can't be. Because why? Because it can't. It can't. Okay. It just can't. <laughs> That's six-year-old logic right there. All right, Anna. I actually think it might be possible. Oh. I think that would make this story oh. more interesting. More interesting. And yep. I also think that it's it's more not possible than possible. Hmm. I think it's like twenty-five percent possible. Oh, okay. So, so yeah. Okay. Um, I think it's a it's a very valid theory. I think, given what we know from legends, it wouldn't really surprise me. Um, but uh, but I also think that people are going to be expecting that almost. And I don't. I think JJ and and Lawrence Kasdan. I think they might know that people are kind of expecting that, so they might throw us for. a for a loop. They might throw us a curveball, right? We don't know. Um, wow. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say no, but I have, I don't know. And, uh, and Ellen, and Ellen says part, Ellen says part of me says yes, but then how could Han and Leia's son turn to the dark side? And that's a very interesting thing that she said, because what I know from legends is that in legends, in the books, in all those books, they do have a son, and he does turn to the dark, the dark side. side. <laughs> and he has a sister, and she doesn't turn to the dark side. And, and her name's Jaina. And her name's Jaina. Oh, speaking of, let, let's get our friends on the line, because I know that Roy, my friend Roy, is a huge fan of the expanded universe now known as legends hello 
Hello, everybody. Hey, 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 how's it going? So, Hi. Doing? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Hey, um, so so we have Roy here, and uh, and Roy, you are uh, with your daughter, who is named Jaina. <laughs> and we were just talking about Jason and Jaina Solo. Excellent. We were just because my my uh, sister in law asked the question: Is Kylo Ren Han and Leia's kid? And she said that she didn't know how that could be. How could Han and Leia's son turn to the dark side? She said. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, little do you know <laughs> that that are, that already happened. I had once. a theory <laughs> that that the I don't know uh, who the girl's name in Force Awakens. That her name escapes me. Uh, okay, Ray. Ray and and. Kylo Ren are actually Jaina and Jason Solo because they had to uh-huh. be separated and hidden at birth, kind of like Luke and Leia were separated and hidden at birth. Sure. That is a possibility. Uh, uh, that, yeah. That is. <clears throat> that, that's, I would just say, uh, that's interesting. Super, that'd be super cool, too, because she would be named Jaina. There'd be an explosion of Jaina's uh, after the movie, and then she would be the first one before it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that's funny so you think that that ray's actual name might be Jaina? is that what you're saying maybe i don't know it's wow just, uh, that would just blow my mind but you know the thing is and then the, the dark dude is um <coughs> jason, jason right and then actually luke was in that trailer you really you think we think luke, no, was, luke was in that trailer oh yeah well i think he was too touch i think he was the hand touch. that touched r2 right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, now there are some people who uh, who were speculating that Luke was actually Kylo Ren. Oh, yeah, I don't. That, which, that's uh, a crazy theory, yeah. I think. So, but but I uh, think the theory. Go ahead. I think the theory that you had was actually <laughs> it was actually the the craziest thing that I think would happen in the movie. That would yeah. be crazy cool though. <laughs> it would be crazy. Well, for someone like yourself, Roy, who uh, who has <laughs> a daughter named steeped. There's a daughter named Jaina. That's pretty much all we have to say, isn't it? <laughs> I was going to say, steeped yourself in the lore of the Star Wars expanded universe. But no, just saying that you have a daughter named Jaina is pretty much all we need to say. <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, I like the Luke uh, Luke being Kylo Ren is a possibility because in some of the books, he uh, did explore the dark side for a while. What? And he did. He did um, become one of the Emperor's <laughs> Apprentice for a little bit to kind of explore the dark side a little bit. That's that's true. What? That's true. Although we we've I seen we've seen it. photo stills of Kylo Ren yes. and it's not Luke <laughs> with without his helmet on. So so yeah. Um, but you never know. That that doesn't mean that Luke necessarily hasn't gone to the dark side true. anyway. I'm you know, he could. Why are you confused about? I don't know. I'm just confused. <laughs> you haven't read enough of the books. Is why. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read any of the books. Anna Anna just is in the process of reading her first Star Wars novel. Yeah. Which, which um, one? Lost Stars. Okay. I don't think I've that, read that one. That, that's one of the new ones, Roy. Okay. Where are you going? Yeah, that's one of the <laughs> one of the new canon. So. Oh, okay. It's a it's a YA book. Oh, um, right. And it's actually it's really well written. It's it's actually one of the better Star Wars books I think I've ever read. Okay. It's really well done. Oh, we'll have to look into it, that. Cool. Well, I love the I love the Jason I, I love the the Jason and Jaina theory that you got, um, and I think even if you know even if they're not named Jason or Jaina, if if it turns out that they are brother and sister, that is almost enough enough of the old EU 
to really I that would be pretty shocking, I think, I, that they that they kept that close to the yep. to the legends uh yeah, universe. If the yeah. brother and sister ones adopted since they're different colored skin, oh, probably. Not I not think. not Finn, Kylo. Oh Kylo, Kylo and who? Kylo and Ray. Oh, but yeah. you know, Liam, Liam, that's very not Im- that's not impossible at all. It's not impossible that there's twins. <laughs> it's not impossible. You're Look at right. Jacob um, and Jaina. Jaina has a little dark, is darker than Jacob is. <laughs> okay, yeah, and sure. Jacob there you go. Was- Daddy has way darker skin than I have. <laughs> <laughs> right there, you go. Yeah, and and also I always make the point we don't know how genetics work in a galaxy far, far away either, right? Yeah. <laughs> far, far. Away. <laughs> Away. <laughs> All right. Did you have a second question, Roy? I, I think I, it had to do with uh, Order 66. Yeah. I, in uh, many of the uh, comics and books and everything, like the um, Republic Commando books, Don't all the, Jedi, um, go searching the Clone Jedi. Wars and everything like that, there not every Jedi uh, was killed in Order 66. And there mm-hmm. were at least a dozen or so that survived. And I'm wondering if um, there will be any reference to any of the ones that went into hiding. Sure. Well, it's an interesting question, and and I, I mean, I think technically, right, that that stuff is legends now, so it doesn't quite. It's not part of the like official story, but I think they've pulled a lot of stuff in from legends. Uh, I mean, you even see in Rebels, right? Like Kanan survived. Yep. He yep. was. I mean, he was a Padawan, but still and, close and enough. Is there too? Ahsoka's there too, exactly. Star Wars so, Rebel Season One. Yes, yeah, so they got Star Wars Rebel Season One for their birthday. On oh, the- have you have you watched all of it? I have. What did you? I, I have. You have. Joy, so. Joy, <laughs> I have already. And I'm trying to tell her to not tell me anything. <laughs> so, Jana, you may, you you just binge watched it, and nobody else has seen all of it yet. <laughs> That's awesome. What did you think, Jana? You like most? What did you think of that last episode with, uh, oh, I can't talk about it because his dad's right there and he hasn't seen it. Come on, Roy. Get on the ball. <laughs> Come on. Jana, make your dad watch those so we can talk about Soka it. I Ahsoka showed up and I do know Darth Vader showed up, but other than that, I don't know what happened. Jeez, that's a spoiler from the last episode. Well, uh, uh, <laughs> anyway, that's you can know that stuff and still be very shocked by the end of that season. So, um, but yeah, no, I think um, you know in in Rebels, I'm not going to spoil anything uh, necessarily, but uh, but we see a little bit in season two about so you know in the Clone Wars, there's that episode called Children of the Force. Yep. Uh, where yeah, Palpatine, yeah, I know, right? I know, I know, I know. So, so you know, kids. Even though all reason I'm that. Yeah, she searches YouTube <laughs> for all the shorts that come up. Oh yeah, awesome. <laughs> so, 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 um, so, so there's still kids being born who are force sensitive, even yep. though all the Jedi were killed, right? Yep. So, what happens to those kids, right? Is there going to be some sort of a like an underground railroad to? get those kids in one spot and keep them safe. And what are those kids going to be doing in, in, in the force awakens? Yeah. They're going to be all grown up. So, right, and they reference might that see... in, in some of the legends on uh, the next series after the heir to the empire series, uh, the children of the four, uh, the Jedi Academy trilogy, where yeah. Luke actually is going to search, searching for four sensitive mm-hmm. people that would of the force. Right. That, yeah, I, just call them children of the force. The more you say it, the more people will Google it. And the more people <laughs> will find our podcast. <laughs> Children of the Force. 
Children of the Forest. That's well, right. Children of the Forest. I should um, actually point out her shirt right now. She's wearing Yoda. That's, I, that's funny. I just realized that right when you Beware said it. Beware of my Jedi mind tricks. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely oh, that's a great. child of the Force. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jana, you got a Jedi mind trick your dad into watching Rebel Season 1. And then... Uh, <laughs> And then maybe we should get you guys back on the show to, to discuss to discuss Absolutely. some more stuff after the Force Awakens. I, I was your, a little I, so I watched the first three episodes. I was a little disappointed in the third episode, the uh, the droids in distress episode. I felt as yeah. a little and yeah. I found it funny that C three PO sold them all out, calling for help. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so, well, but he's not he's not the yeah. brightest. Isn't it funny how <laughs> etiquette etiquette droids have no <laughs> etiquette? <laughs> Yeah. C-3PO is not the brightest at all. No, he's a little slow no. on what's going on. No. But. He needs an oil bath, and then he's bright. <laughs> 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 all right, well, we got to get going, because we're going we're gonna to call the next, uh, next person. But okay. thank you so much, guys, for, awesome. uh, for joining in, and we will definitely talk to you again later um, and get your reaction to The Force Awakens. Oh, really quick, what are your guys' plans? Tell me what you're doing for opening night. You're going opening night or opening weekend? Nope. Opening weekend. So what do we have opening yep. weekend? But that Saturday and Sunday, what are we doing with Star Titus? Wars man? We're doing marathon. a Star Wars marathon at a friend's place. And then nice. that Sunday night we will go see Force Awakens. Awesome. So we well, are planning for it. Good luck to you and uh, you we'll we'll too. definitely talk to you soon. We're going on opening All right. night. And then we'll ha- after after everybody sees Force Awakens, I think we need to have another podcast and another we couple of this to discuss it. Got tickets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got our tickets too. Awesome. Okay, <laughs> right. we'll see you later, guys. Yep. Bye. 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 All right. Well, that was that was awesome. That was that worked well. We're gonna keep on recording, and we're gonna call Chris from Star Wars Kids Cast. That's right. Wait, is that how many people are having to for, uh, for questions? <laughs> oh, you saw my contacts list in here. Wondering if that was how many people are. Asking no, questions? No, 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 not that many people. Hello, hello. Hello, Chris. Hi. Hey, how are you? Hi. Hi. <laughs> How's it going? So we have Chris Chris here from Star Wars Kids Cast. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so this is really cool. I'm talking to the real Anna and Liam. Yeah. Yep. Wow. <laughs> I listen to you guys all the time. Thank you. You don't know what to say to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're... they're <laughs> They're dumbstruck. They're, uh... Well, thanks. (laughs) Well, thanks. Yeah, exactly. So do you guys know where I am? Anna, Liam? Yeah, do you guys know where Chris is? No. No. Where are you? Where am I? I am on the west coast of Canada. So I'm in British Columbia, just outside of Vancouver. Cool. Oh, awesome. Canada. You sound sound like you're you're sitting right here. Your audio (laughs) sounds immaculate. I love it. (laughs) Cool. I've got a pretty good microphone. That's great. Um, so where I live, I can see into Washington, um, like literally from the front yard, I can look and see a mountain that's in Washington. Awesome. Cool. <laughs> but I, I actually grew up really not too far from you guys. Oh, really? Where's I grew that? Up, I grew up in Thunder Bay, Ontario, okay. which is just, just if you went to Duluth uh-huh. and, and then just kept going up along Lake Superior, the, the first town in Canada you'd get to would be Thunder Bay, Ontario. I, I've been just across the border from Thunder Bay, Ontario. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't what, quite Grand, make it all the way up there, but I've, I love it up there. Grand Marais? Grand yep. Portage? Yeah, Grand Marais, and then uh, 
took the drive up to see the big waterfall up there and yeah oh nice yeah i love it up there yeah that's where i grew up cool i, I haven't lived there in over 20 years but that's where i grew up awesome so Great. all my childhood Star Wars stories take place there in the Great White North. <laughs> so you had a lot of Hoth, a lot of Hoth play. Yes, yeah. a lot of Hoth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no cosplay, Hoth play. Hoth play, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so how excited are you for uh, eleven days from now? I am very excited. <laughs> it's a little surreal. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Anna was Anna was just freaking out over here earlier. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah. What, uh, what, do you have any big plans for seeing The Force Awakens? Um, well, I'm getting together with a few friends. Um, one of them is a guy uh, who, who uh, he works for rebelscum.com. Oh, cool. And uh, just it's kind of funny through Star Wars we've really connected, and it turned out we, we lived in the same area, and he's, he's connected with a bunch of those guys. And, yeah, it's, it's funny. We actually met on Twitter, and we live like 20 minutes away. Oh, that's funny. each other. That's funny. Yeah, Twitter is an amazing thing. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we've become really good friends in, in the last uh, year or so. Cool. So yeah, there's a group of us going. And awesome. um, yeah, we're going on the Thursday night. Yeah, yeah, us too. And uh, the earliest screening is 7 o'clock. Yeah. And I've got my tickets in hand. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> very exciting. We're going yes. at 7 7.15. 7.30. We had to do a oh. 7.30, which is going to make it a little later for the kids. But Just a little, yeah. though. Yeah. They're already going. They're already taking the next day of school off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, uh, and I took the day of work off, so we can stay up late and then yep. sleep in the next morning and probably record an episode uh, after we wake up. So. Yep. Maybe go <laughs> again. Maybe go again. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like your attitude. All right, well, uh, well, Chris, we are so happy that you could join us on our. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm calling it the pre TFA. Uh, the no, the the COTF pre TFA Q and A Council Extravaganza. <laughs> yes, say that five times fast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, I like how Liam said it. Yeah. Extravaganza. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, Liam. Thanks said for thank having you. me. This is very cool to be a part of this. Yeah. No, it's great. I wanted um, to connect with you guys for a long time. Yeah, I know. I know. Been meaning yeah, to have you on Liam, the show. Yeah, I don't realize how many times your dad and I have tried to connect, and it just didn't work out with the time zone difference and it being school nights. Yep. And <laughs> yep. all those factors of real life get in there. Yeah. Ten. <laughs> oh, no, Liam's guessing. He said ten. That's pretty yeah, close. Yeah, there's lane. about ten factors. <laughs> yeah. Um, that about right. Oh no, I don't. He wasn't actually asking you to guess. I don't think, Liam. <laughs> but yeah, it's been something like ten. Uh, yeah. So, Jeez. so do you have a do you have a question for us? Well, you kind of answered it off mic, but my question was going to be, how are you guys going to handle? Well, maybe, okay, so you told me you're not going to school the next day after you see it on the Thursday. Yep. But what if you bump into your friends and they haven't seen it yet? How are you going to handle keeping your mouth closed? <laughs> that is a really, that's a really good question. So we've actually talked about this because we are going, yeah. uh, you know, like not even a week later, uh, about a week later, we're going uh, to my, my parents' house for Christmas and all of the cousins are going to be there. All the kids' wow. cousins. Uh, so, and we're actually going to the Force Awakens with them the day after Christmas. So we're assuming nice. we're yeah, 
it's going to be great. Uh, but we're assuming that they have not, they're not going to have watched it yet. So, so kids, mm. kids, so kids, so kids, how are you going to keep your mouth shut? I'm just either, I'm just going to say, okay, they haven't seen it yet. You can do this. It'll only be a few days. Or if I really can't handle it, I'll stuff my fist into my mouth. Which is what I do when I really can't handle keeping things away. Me too. Because I, I read Harry Potter, with, <laughs> like, when when my da- when Daddy was reading it to Mommy and Liam, and I could, I sometimes had to stub my fist into my mouth to keep my hand, to keep, to keep my mouth shut. Mm-hmm. And I think I might have to do that even more. I might have to do that even more. Because mm-hmm. mm. I was... I was half pretending, half not then. Mm. So I think I'm gonna not, not gonna be pretending this time. I'm actually going to have to stuff my hand in my mouth. Yeah. Me too. Which you is too, Liam. Is that, that's your strategy too, Liam. Huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I hope I don't say a thing. So one so thing. So you literally have to put your fist in your actual mouth. You can't just close your lips really tight or. Mm. I probably Cover could, but oh, where's geez. better putting my fist in my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too, probably. Oh, uh, that's great. And I, it's all, we're also going with, uh, we're, we're going as a family on, on Thursday night, and uh, and my brother, one of my brothers, is going with us. Um, so I had told the kids that if they wanted to talk to someone besides me and their mom about it, they could just ask, they could just ask my brother Matt, you know. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go down to the pantry and close the door and talk about the Force Awakens. <laughs> That'll help a lot. That will help. You got to get it off your chest. You know, we can all say, "Yeah, but what did this mean?" Because we're all thinking that we're going to have all our questions answered with this movie, but of course, it's just gonna it's gonna drive us crazy because it's gonna raise so many more questions. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, th- you also have to remember, guys, when you're sitting there in the actual movie, you can't be telling them about what's about to happen and, oh, you're going to love this part. Or this, oh, this is what I know. It's, it's mm-hmm. You can't do it even when the movie's on. you got to wait till the whole movie's done. Yep. And, and then you talk about everything. That's you got to think about that. That's right. And then also when the movie's done and you're leaving the movie theater, that's you true. you cannot talk about the movie because there might be people there who are going to see the movie for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting in line, about to get in. <laughs> yep, that's right. That's right. So, yeah, no, that's that's a good question because I think people do need to think about that ahead of time and try to, I don't know, like wear something around your finger that reminds you or something because it's so easy to forget, I think. Yeah. Yeah, well, we talked about, like, my friends and I that were, we're going out to see it on the Thursday night. And so the plan is, yeah, let's make an evening of it. But we got to go somewhere after we can talk relatively discreetly because obviously anybody who's working there hasn't seen the movie yet. Yeah. And anyone who's been out at a restaurant or something didn't go to the movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> and right. there's only been one screening so far. Yeah. So, yeah. You, and it's <laughs> not so much about like having a big secret. It's just no way you could possibly describe how cool the movie is. There's absolutely no way you could describe it and it would be better than somebody seeing it for themselves. Right. Right. So it, no matter how well or how good a storyteller you are, a descriptor, and your dad's a pretty good storyteller, we heard last week. 
Oh. Yeah, he is. Well, thank you. Yes. Go on. But uh, <laughs> no description of that is is better mm-hmm. than experiencing it for yourself. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, and it's, so just don't think of it as uh, it's bad to ruin the surprise, but think of it as savoring that special experience for them, letting them have it themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to think of positive spin. That's <laughs> it's <right>. still difficult. <laughs> it's kind of like when you bought somebody a present and you don't want them to know what it is until their birthday or Christmas or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I hear you there. But way harder. I, I mean, I haven't bought any presents for the kids yet, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, that's funny, because Mommy said that you probably bought all of our presents yet. <laughs> that I've already done it. Already? But yeah, well, uh, we'll see. You've bought some. Oh, maybe. Okay, well... Yeah, Well, yes. anyway... <laughs> um, thank you for the question. I really, really do appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. Um, and, and I wish we could have you on for longer, and we'll have to have you on again... Uh, we have to have you on again for sure, but uh, sure. but before yeah, before we go though, um, can you tell us how people can follow you online? Well, of course, uh, yeah. If grown-ups out there are listening and you're using Twitter, um, Star Wars Kids Cast is available through SW Kids Cast. So that's all one word: SW Kids Cast, Star Wars Kids Cast. Um, the blog is Star Wars Kids Cast.blogspot.com. And uh, I'm also on Facebook, Facebook slash Star Wars Kids Cast. And yeah, awesome. and I also perform music for kids. So I have another Twitter account, Chris for Kids. And that's just all one word. And either way, you're going to get me. Cool. Yeah, and you've been writing some really uh, great reviews of, of books, kind of, you know, usually geared toward kids on, on your blog. Yeah, um, it's it's mostly book related. Yeah, uh, but it's it's all Star Wars stuff for right, kids, right. or how how parents and kids can share their love of Star Wars. And of course, the Star something Wars something you guys can relate to. Yes, we definitely can. And your podcast, of course, is is out there, and I think it's well worth the you know going back and down. I know that you know you haven't had one for a while, but I, you've got some great episodes. Yeah, out there with it's Michael. been a little while. <laughs> well, it's fine though. But I mean, don't mean into. But I think that what you what's out what's what's out there is great. You got inter- interviews with Michael Thanks. Price and what Tom Engelberger and yeah and Adam Bray, and I think it's well worth going back and listening to those if people haven't listened to them yet. So you know, search for Star Wars Kids Cast on on iTunes, and they're still there. <laughs> they're they're Absolutely. great, and I, I look hey, forward to the next one you post. Do we have a joke? Yeah. We don't have a joke, do you? Okay, I got a couple. They're terrible, but you guys, that's kind of the standard on your show. <laughs> it totally is. <laughs> okay. Let's hear um, Where do Gungans keep their money? Um, where? I don't know. In Jar Jar Banks. <laughs> <laughs> that actually got a laugh? That actually got a laugh, yeah. man. Wow. That's that's way better than I do. <laughs> okay. Okay, I got one more. Uh, you ready? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. What do you call a gungan who steps in poodoo? Um, I don't know. Jar Jar stinks. <laughs> oh, wow. We might just have That's to have you on for a joke every today. week, Chris. Hey, that one I think, I don't think Jar Jar stinks, so that's not funny for me. <laughs> oh, oh, because you're seeing it as like a, a a judgment on Jar Jar, is that right, Liam? Yeah. Jar Jar uh, Banks, Jar Jar stinks. I'm only judging his smell if he steps in poodoo. <laughs> oh. 
Well, okay. that's that's okay then. <laughs> that is. Mm, oh. That's awesome. Well, I wasn't expecting jokes, Chris. Thank you so much. Oh, cool. I thought that was part of the agenda. Okay. <laughs> oh no, that's great. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Oh no um, problem. All right. Well, cool. Well, we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. Um, maybe yeah, after absolutely. the Force Awakens, we'll get a uh, get some reaction. From we will you. have yeah. plenty to talk about. I'm going to kind of take a hiatus from uh, the internet for the next week or so. Yep. I think. <laughs> yeah, me too. That's this is the last episode we're recording, and once yeah, I put it up online, I don't really want anything. <gasps> this is our last episode. Oh. <laughs> what was that, Chris? <laughs> oh, I don't want anything ruined. I've seen seeing too much. Yeah, I know. I know. Seeing too much. Yep. Yep. Great. Well, it's exciting times. Well, it'd be it's great talking to you guys. We'll uh, let's connect after the movie, and then we'll have lots to talk about. That is very true. Awesome. Well, thanks cool. again yep. for coming on, Chris. All right. Take care. Guys. We'll talk to you later. See ya. Everybody. Bye. Bye. All right. Now we are calling <sighs> Jeff Aiken. He's a friend from college. Hello. Hello. Hey. How's it going, Jeff? Hi. Hi. All right. Hi. How's it going? Uh, you got your Viking shirt on. Yeah. Look at look at what's behind now now of course and I'm I'm just recording from the get go here Jeff so we're on we're on air, uh so kids what do we see behind uh behind Jeff here posters, posters. and a Millennium Falcon and a bunch of other Star Wars stuff and there's a speeder bike sticking oh, out of the look wall at that speeder bike sticking and out of the wall lightsaber lightsaber whoa Jeff what where are you man I'm in my office ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah I thought you were in some Star Wars museum or something. Almost, huh? This this That's is just awesome. a, this is just one corner of the office. I have four corners. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really cool. Uh, well, okay, so we're here with Jeff Aiken. Thank you for coming on the show, Jeff. Uh, yeah, uh, thanks for doing the show. Happy, I enjoy it. We're happy to have you. Yeah. Um, so so we're here with our question and answer council extravaganza, and uh, let's get straight to the question. Should we do that? Sure. Sure. All right. So, so you have a question for us today, Jeff. I do have a question. Uh, so, I one of my favorite characters of all time is Yoda. Yeah. Uh, and so, I don't know if you guys have any Yoda fans in the bunch, but um, I really love Yoda, and I love him because he's such a wise figure, uh, this teacher and this mentor, and of course, a really uh, skilled Jedi master. Um, who do you think will fill that role as we go forward in the new series of Star Wars movies? Um, uh, you know, I guess the obvious answer might be Luke Skywalker, but we have really seen very little of him in the previews and the trailers. So, um, who's going to be that wise sage person in the new movies, or will they just do away with that kind of role? Um, because in all the Star Wars movies, it seems like they've always carried uh, forward these kind of classic roles. And I want to know who's going to be the teacher. What are you guys' thoughts on that? That's interesting. I like I like that question. Um, Huh. What do you think, Liam? Um, I think it could be Han, but probably not Han. Maybe Leia. I I don't really know. Yeah. In this movie, you mean? What was that? Do you mean in this movie, or do you mean in the trilogy, or maybe the same thing? You know, I'm... um... I'm thinking in this movie um, and yep. in the trilogy going forward. Um, I'm, I'm not speaking of the other parts of the Star Wars universe, like the, the TV shows and stuff. I'm speaking sure. of the movie. I mean, it seems like in the trailer, 
Han Solo already is playing this older guy who's telling them the legends are true. So he's already kind of performing a little bit of the Obi-Wan role where he yep. tells them about the Jedi. But I don't know that Han Solo is the best person to be a wise sage. <laughs> the advice about being a non-scoundrel. <laughs> <Good. laughs> hey, it's 30 years, man. A lot could, lot could change. He could be, he could be, a, he could be a, a pacifist and... And uh, <laughs> teaching them how to use the force peacefully, but I don't, I don't yeah. know if he's the one. So that's why I kind of ask. That's a good question, um, Anna. I think my theory. I think my theory is Finn. Ooh. Finn okay. or Han. Finn, you think Finn might be the wise old master? Yeah. Oh wow! In this movie? Well, In this movie? Actually, probably not. Hmm. Well, probably I mean, maybe Han. eventually. That's what I was thinking, Han. You said Han too, Liam. Yeah, probably Han. Does anybody hmm. think the obvious one, that Luke Skywalker, will make an appearance and will be the Obi-Wan Kenobi type person? Or do you have other theories about Luke Skywalker? I I kind of, I mean, I in my head, like, I can't get that image of Luke out of my Me mind. The, the the wise, like, that he is the wise old yeah. Obi-Wan of this movie. Um, but... I, I don't think, want him to be them. but that's but that's and Obi Wan and Yoda are not interchangeable. I wouldn't say. Um, so if 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 Luke is the Obi Wan of this movie, does it mean that he doesn't make it past this movie, or that he does only in Force Ghost mode? Um, I think in the trailers we're hearing uh, a very wise old voice that is voiced by Lupita Nyong'o as Maz Kanata. Hmm. So, so like, you know, the, the person who's saying, I see your eyes, I know your eyes. That sounds like a Yoda type character to me. Uh, now I don't know how much, how, how deep you are into this Jeff or not, <laughs> um, or, or how deep you want to go. I don't know any spoilers. I'm just speculating based on what I know. Yeah. Um, so, so we don't really, we've never seen Maz Kanata in, in a video, but she's the person on the poster that we don't know who it is. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. We're pretty sure about that. Yeah. So, and we know that she's really old. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, but whether or not she knows anything, it seems like she knows maybe something about the force because she says in the trailer, it's also her voice that says, uh, you know, just let it in. The force that's calling to you, let it in. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's Maz Kanata saying that. So, so that's pretty mysterious because we don't really know who she is or what her origin is. Right, right. Or whether she lives past this movie, uh, you know. But, but that's kind of as far as Yoda goes. It seems like she might be the Yoda character of this movie, wow. but maybe not the Obi Wan. Yeah, that's really yeah. Um, um, Do I get more than one question, or do you want to just just stick to the one? Because I have other questions about Luke Skywalker. <laughs> we have time. We have time for at least one more question. Well, I, I kind of <laughs> want to know what your speculation is on uh, on Luke's role in the movie because I have two theories um, that I'm kind of wondering that might come true when I see it. Um, but where do you guys think Luke will fit in? Will he be in the movie? And um, what's what's kind of happened to him, or what's his role? What's he doing? What's your theories, Liam and Anna? My theory is, I don't think he's going to be the main the main person in the movie. I think he's just going to be a background character kind of. Okay. So not really like a background character, but he, I think he comes in like one or two scenes or something. 
Well, well, more so than how often he's in the movie, I want to know what you think he's done or what's happened to him. Why would he be a background character? Did he try to train Jedi and fail? Did he, you know, is he off doing training some Jedi in another part of the galaxy? What's what's your theory about what he's up to? Is he is he happy? Is he sad? Did something tragic happen to him? Any thoughts? What do you think, Liam? Sad because sad because you know in the trailer um you know when he's looking at the fire with um with um his Her. hand on R2 um I think he he's in Maz Kanata's castle as you will see um well we talked about that um earlier, earlier in the episode yeah. um I think he's on the planet where it is, and it's already crashed down. And what crashed down? His friend Maskanada's castle, okay. and <laughs> he made a friend in there, and he um, was in the fire. Okay, all right. So that's so. Yes, we've we've talked we've touched on this already in this episode a little bit um, about where Luke might be because uh, Tony. I think you know Tony. <laughs> My friend Tony, uh, he he, his question was, "Where is Luke? What planet is he on?" Yeah. Um, so Liam had a theory that he was actually in Maz Kanata's castle. Gotcha. That's, that's uh, a good guess. Yeah. It's a pretty good guess. Um, um, I had the first theory, but, oh, and then oh, I, sure. I Liam think Liam took it off. Expanded on it, yes. Um, so 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 we do see Luke in the trailer. At least we're pretty sure we do, right? When he puts his hand on R two, like that's his robot hand. Do you Anakin's do you do you think that is Jeff? And his. Uh, yeah, I do. I, I think that's Luke. Okay, okay. So so we know at least we're going to see him in the movie. Um, I don't know. So so we have some theories. Anna, you think that he's not going to have a large role, but where do you think? What do you think he's done in those thirty some years between Return of the Jedi and now? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> I, I, uh, I don't have any ideas. You don't have any ideas, all right. Well, my, my theory is, one of my theories is that he attempted to try to train a, a, a protege or a Padawan learner, and the Padawan learner um, betrayed him and became Kylo Ren. And so Luke has gone into seclusion and feels that he is a failure. That's a, a weird theory, but I, that's kind of what. I'm speculating on, and so someone's gonna have to come back and maybe it maybe it's uh, this 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 female figure you're talking about, but somebody has to come back and tell Luke, no, you must keep trying and that you didn't fail, and maybe or maybe he has one of those uh, holographic uh, Jedi from the past visit him or something. But that's kind of my theory is that uh, something went wrong in the training of Jedi because um, now there's this uh, weird guy who's obsessed with Darth Vader's helmet and. Uh, Yep, and stuff. So, anyways, that's my theory. And and he's not alone. Yeah. I mean, we see in the trailer that there's others with him. Yep. Uh, who we presume to be the Knights of Ren is what they're called. So, yeah. uh, so then could that have been other Force users that were being trained also by Luke, and somehow they splintered off? Yeah, that's yeah. a. That's a that's it's a, a really good, good theory. Have, have you been watching Rebels, Jeff? Uh, I'm sorry, I haven't. No, I have, I've missed. Okay, both. okay. I, I the, wonder. The, mo- you know, the most. Yeah. Go ahead. What's that? The most recent episode touched on uh, kids who are being born who are force sensitive, uh, and so Rebels takes place between you know like five years before A New Hope, four years before 
right around that time. And of course, there's kids still being born who can who are sensitive to the force. Uh, what happens to them? Yeah. Uh, so it kind of deals with that question uh, quite a bit. And the emperor obviously wants to either kill them or use them to his own ends. Yeah. Uh, and of course, the rebels want to save them. And what happens to them when they're saved? Where do they go? Where do they grow up? Who do they become? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So a lot of really good questions. I'm. I'm so. Uh, what a great time to be a Star Wars fan, huh? Yes, absolutely. It's really fun. <laughs> it's so, so fun. I, uh, my son was a little bit older. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so you have kids, Jeff. Uh, let's talk about. They're off screen here a little bit. Caitlin and Avery, <laughs> and they have yep. not seen Star Wars. Okay. They've never seen Star Wars, and so hopefully one day they will. Yep. Um, and Yay. my son Noah is only seven months old, and so he will sure. see Star Wars someday. So he. He's already watched it all, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's great. Well, and, and yeah, I mean, it's uh, it is, it's something that's really fun to share with the family. So I look forward to you sitting... Oh, gesundheit, Liam. I look forward to you sitting around uh, to hearing stories of you sharing this with your children. Because yeah. that, that is, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm so much more a Star Wars fan than I thought I would have been because of my ki- because of these kids, you know, they... Yeah. It's like a vicious circle, you know? It just fuels itself, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have been a Star Wars fan if it weren't for you. Well, you would, yeah. I mean, we watched Star Wars, and you loved it, so, yeah. Cool. Well, awesome. So, I think we're going to... Um, oh, actually, Jeff, I wanted to ask you about your plans for the, the Force Awakens premiere. Uh, well, yeah. What kind of what kind of special things are you doing? I'd love to hear about it. Uh, well, you know, uh, kids, I don't know if you know, but uh, when the new Star Wars movies, uh, the first prequels came out episode one um i was standing in line with your dad al at the grand forks movie theater uh for half a day i think outside. that's right and so that's right we, it's been so long jeff yeah it's been so long that i i honestly i told so a, a few episodes ago i told the story of waiting in line yeah and i was trying to remember i should have called you <laughs> and been like what do you remember man because my memory is not yeah. i don't know i remember <laughs> i remember some folks in, in line ahead of us um brought out a generator power generator and hooked up yep. a flat screen TV, and they were watching. That's right. Watching the original movies in line, um, but that was back yep. in the day when you had to wait in line to try to get opening night tickets. Right. Um, and now, of course, they play it in so many theaters, and you can reserve your seats ahead of time. Um, what I'm doing this year is I'm having a Return of the Jedi party, is what I call it, and mm-hmm. we're going to watch Return of the Jedi because everybody I'm inviting over doesn't have time to watch all three movies, but I figure we'll watch yep. the movie that comes right before this. And we're going to have Star Wars-themed food. I've got Star Wars cookie cutters, so I'm making Christmas cookies in the shape of a Millennium Falcon, so um, fly right in your mouth. Um, (laughs) We're going to have Yoda soda and Bantha milk, and uh, we're going to maybe have a little bit of trivia. I'm going to do some, like, uh, Star Wars trivia for my friends, and we're going to just geek out for the evening. And that's going to happen on the 17th at about 7 p.m., and then we're going to go to the late show of the new movie together with about six friends of mine. And That's we're just awesome. gonna geek out and enjoy it. I, I, I want to make it fun. Um, I, Star Wars um, has always made me feel like a big kid, even though I'm 40 years old, and I love that feeling. <laughs> and so I, I try to chase that and enjoy it when I can. Yep. You work hard yep. during the day. You play hard at night. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Awesome. Well, I, I, I play during the day sometimes too, Jeff. But, <laughs> <laughs> you <have> to. <laughs> but you know me. That should not surprise you. Um, <laughs> so. That's so awesome. That sounds like such a fun, fun time. I, I'm, 
I love that people are doing stuff like that. And I mean, I know that you are one of many people and yeah. who's, who's just making this such an event. And it is, it's like a cultural touchstone, you know, it's going to be, um, yeah, probably not as much as, you know, it's a holiday for me. And <laughs> it's, Daddy. A, it's a holiday. It's a holiday. I mean, we don't, don't ask family, yes. yeah, it is. we don't have any, we don't have any advent calendars up, but we do have a calendar in Anna's bedroom and every day they go in and they cross out the day and they tell me how many days until the force awakens. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, so that's what, that's oh, where we're at. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Thanks. So, okay. Well, uh, podcast. I appreciate it guys. I love what you guys do. Oh, yeah. I love that passion and enthusiasm you have. I don't. I can't follow everything that you guys do because I don't watch the cartoons. Um, sure. When I do watch, I, I learn something new. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's great to hear. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. How can people uh, follow you online, Jeff? I know that you have this really cool Instagram. Can you tell us about it? Yeah. So um, you know, I'm on Twitter and stuff like that. But I'm, I'm a photographer and a video producer, so I mostly share. Uh, photography, you know, tutorial things that I like or nonprofit stuff that I do. So it's not really uh, toy or Star Wars related, but I'm a big yeah. G.I. Joe fan. Uh, I loved yeah. G.I. Joe's when I was a kid. And so I actually still collect a, a ton of G.I. Joe stuff. And that's one of the other corners of my office is a ton of that stuff. And one of the fun outlets I took up about a year ago now was Instagramming toy photography. So I'll, I'll pose the action figures that I have um, in cool poses and try to do some really cool lighting and stuff like that. So gi joe fan is what i am on on, on instagram and that's gi underscore um joe underscore fan um is the yeah. actual handle so you i don't know if you share that with you on your podcast page but oh we will, um, we will. Yeah, yeah so i got a lot of gi joe photography um on there i did a couple star wars action figures that i have like yoda or boba fett um yeah but uh, there's a ton of the girls there's a there's a ton of um really great uh toy photography um people on instagram doing really amazing stuff and some of yeah. them are specializing in star wars so you should definitely point people towards it if they are not aware of the cool stuff you can follow on instagram yeah it is really I, your photos are amazing and and you sent me a, a link to a, a star wars one or one that did a little more star wars and those are really cool too i will definitely uh point people toward those so yeah thank you well thank you so much man for coming on the show oh it was my pleasure it was fun yeah, we'll have to talk to you after The Force Awakens yeah, and, well, and hear what you thought about it. Yeah, well, everybody, and uh, keep going with the podcast. It's fun. It's great to see you guys doing this as a family, so appreciate the children of the Force. And I, I need to um, go and, and, and rescue a princess right now. So, right, girls? <laughs> awesome. Well, may the Force be with you and your family, man. All right. Take care. All right. Talk to you later. Yeah, bye. Bye. All right. Now we're going to call... Uh, Jared, who is, uh, we talked about in the last podcast, we gave him a shout out, uh, called him the nicest person in fandom. Liam took issue with that. He thought that that was kind of rude, um, and that other people might be offended, but, uh, it is rude. Liam says, yes. So (laughs) we're giving him a call and hopefully he picks up and talk some Star Wars with him. It would be so funny. Hello? Hey, Jared. How's it going? How are you there? Good. How are you? Very good. Good. I'm so glad that we got connected here. Uh, Yeah. So we... Oh, oh, what did I do? Oh, hold on. You can't hear me. Oh, you can hear me now, can't you? Yes. Okay. (laughs) I just accidentally muted my microphone. You know, I, I always hear people do that on podcasts. Like, oh, I was muted. And I'm like, how do you mute yourself accidentally or not remember that you're muted? But now I just did it. (laughs) (laughs) so how's it going 
Very good, thanks. Good, good. So we uh, we've just got done. Uh, we've been podcasting for about two hours now. Crazy. And uh, <laughs> we're we're a little. I mean, that's that's kind of a kind of a marathon for us. Uh, I was saying that I'm kind of I'm like Jerry Lee or Jerry. I'm Jerry Lewis, uh, mopping <laughs> my brow with a with a rag over here. But uh, but it's good. It's good. So we have you on the podcast one week after we talked about you, which must be kind of kind of strange for you. Um, and uh, so we we've give, been giving you sh- we've been shouting out back and forth. And <laughs> thankfully, our I don't think our shoutouts have been canceling each other, so that's good. Uh, so uh, I gave you the nickname the nicest person in fandom, which I think is well deserved. I very much appreciate it. I've I, I I try to stay humble, but I have heard similar sentiments before, and it is extremely uh, it's, it's honoring and humbling, and it feels too kind. And I very much I very much appreciate it. I, but I I model my uh, whole life felt uh, m- mostly off of my grandmother who helped raise me, and it was my nanny growing up, and lived with with my brothers and I, and and she. She like had the sentiment of not only don't say bad things, you know, uh, you know, behind people's back or in front of their faces, but like don't even think bad things about people because you wouldn't want someone thinking bad things about you. <laughs> and I, I try, I try to take those kind of sentiments to heart. And I like that. Yeah. No. Uh, it's uh, yeah. It's always it's always your your the positivity uh, that that you exude on Twitter is. Uh, is what is much is needed in this day and age. So I really thank you for that. I, um, I appreciate I think, it. Uh, There's a lot of people I consider, you know, better at it or, or you know, trying to do the same thing that I really appreciate as well. You know, in our fandom, who, you know, one of whom you've, uh, I know you, you're familiar with from my, uh, from our podcast, because Katie, I think, is a similar yep. cheerleader for everybody. And I, I think, I just don't, I, I, I'm critical of stuff. I just don't feel the need to dwell on what I dislike like it doesn't sure. it doesn't it doesn't seem enjoyable to me <laughs> yeah yeah no I, I hear you um yeah I probably I, I know that I I uh, veer toward the critical more than you do uh and uh I don't think that's a bad thing at all sure like, sure sure no I know uh, uh but I'm glad that that uh you know some that that you kind of you kind of even it all out <laughs> it's kind of nice <laughs> I I can be critical because you're not no I'm not saying you're not critical <laughs> Uh, no, it's good. It's good. So I, I really appreciate you uh, coming on the show and having you on here. And uh, let's get let's get to the question. Did you did you have a question for us? Well, I had a I had a couple sure. uh, in mind in case somebody covered something similar. Okay. But uh, one of your suggestions was about uh, you know who, about a lost limb, and my thought was because people keep losing some variation of their hand, what kind of different significant loss could somebody have because i i know i've mentioned before uh i think recently my new theory but i'll cover that later but uh but uh, yeah I, th- I think that uh it's an interesting idea because i keep hearing people say oh, somebody's going to lose an arm because it usually does happen it's yeah. on, at some point even if it's very minor like in, in the cantina in a new hope but sure the question would be is there some way to do something similar without repeating that yeah no that's uh that's a good question, and and just so people listening, I don't know if you know, I don't want to assume people have read the blog post and stuff. So one of the when I was kind of promoting the show, uh, one of my sample questions was, "Who do you think will lose a limb?" So I didn't specifically say arm, uh, but then now your question is, uh, "What other limb could someone use lose, or what other thing could someone lose 
that would uh, be impactful, I suppose. Hmm. hmm. What do you guys think? They could lose. They could lose a, a leg. A leg. Yeah, I think. I think. Um. I think Finn will lose a leg. You think Finn will lose a leg? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, I've I had. Think, I've had I the think, same thought. I think, no, really. I don't think Finn is gonna like. I. I think. Just part of his body is actually just gonna get cut off. Oh, oh, like he might just lose like part of his torso. Yeah. And just have like a mechanical yeah. that wow. So as long as no vital organs are like his heart, as long as his heart doesn't get cut out or something, right? Yeah. Um, you know that actually brings up something, Jared, that that I always talk about a little bit. Um, that I think, and I'm kind of a, I kind of get a little bit too technical sometimes. I think. But um, uh-huh. when people are talking about people, you know, I hear people say like, oh, Finn couldn't be Luke's son, right? And I'm like, well, do you, you know, there are parents, you know, one's white and one's black and they have a kid who looks as black as the black parents, right? So, yeah, no, like, how absolutely. could that not be? But then I also say, and also, we don't know how genetics works in a galaxy far, far away. Like, what determines someone's skin color in the Star Wars galaxy? Like that, and which I realize is almost pedantic, right? Like, I'm just like, sure, you don't, but, but we don't know. We have, to, <laughs> we have to have willing suspension of disbelief, and we, yeah. we do it all the time. It's like somebody mentioned in the show Galavant. I don't know if you've seen it. I haven't. Uh, but it's a musical show on ABC that w- was on last year, and it might be returning as, a mid- as like a mid-season show this year. And I, I think it might have been renewed, but it, it's like a medieval show. But the families are mixed race, and there's no explanation for why there might be an East Indian daughter or an African American father and a and a you know an Anglo mother because it's a fantasy and it's not real and yeah. we don't we don't need to worry about it because they're not telling a real story they're they're telling a fantasy story that is a metaphor for our lives and people and people have families that are just as real who aren't blood related too I mean he could be a spiritual you know. Uh, Son, son, I, I've, uh, I think it might be more likely to be Ray at this point. But I've been thinking about. Actually, it started with thinking about Ezra's family, but I, I thought maybe, uh, you know, Shmi had a sibling. Oh, who also had a child without a parent or without without a, a, a father. Or oh. down the line, maybe they had a a son, you know, a grandson down the line, like a. Almost a, like a John the Baptist to Jesus comparison to get a little huh. uh, r- religious, just you yeah, know, yeah. because you know Anakin's father is the Force, and or if, even if that just happened again, you know, with somebody else, someone completely unrelated who wasn't a Skywalker. But I thought more and more recently about how all things kind of come from Shmi. You know, she's the yeah. one who had who had a, to have enough Force potential to have a child born Force herself. So it's it's we forget that she's the first Skywalker we know, and then the farthest back we we know. But that's really where the story begins, and uh, it'd be interesting if if the idea that that Finn or Rey or you know or someone in the new trilogy could be related to Luke and, and Leia and be their uncle or aunt because they were also born of the Force. Yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. So the, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's I have not. I have not heard that before, so I I appreciate you bringing that to our podcast, Jared. Uh, that's a that's an interesting, yeah. So the Force is their is one of their parents at least. 
Yeah. Well, it's just a thought because sure, I, I've been trying to think of how could, they could keep the connection without something obvious. Mm-hmm. And and I've been thinking as well more and more that it's possible this movie will end and only one family connection or no family connections will be established. Yeah. But just like the other films, I mean, we find out a, a new layer in each one of the originals. You know, it's a uh, in, in Empire you find out that. Luke's, you know, later son, and, and then in, in return, you find out that Leia is their their daughter and sister. And uh, I feel like uh, it's it's very possible that that could, the same sort of thing could happen in the Force Awakens, and then in Episodes Eight and Nine, where we could find out more of the puzzle yeah. with each with each piece. Yeah, yeah, and that theory goes back to the fact that I and whether we can believe them or not is another thing. But I mean, they had said that uh, when they were the casting call for Ray and Finn. Had did not specify uh, race, right? Like I think they so, said Jesse Clemens was was one of the finalists who is uh, uh, who, who, for Finn's part who is uh, in Fargo now and was in Friday Night Lights and who and, and Breaking Bad and who's a really great actor, but is completely you know you know a pale white yeah uh, ginger guy and is right. not. You, you wouldn't really believe he has the same parents as John Boyega if you were thinking about it in a real-life scenario. But if one of those parents was the magical force that creates the whole universe, uh-huh. then may, <laughs> may, maybe they get a pass. That's a good, yeah, I like that. I like that. Cool. I also like the idea that it's just colorblind, you know, that, it, that, that they were thinking maybe more along the lines of what you had originally said, that why overthink it, you know? who If Luke's wife or Luke's partner... Was you know a dark-skinned person? Then why why couldn't Finn be his child? Or and you know I, there's there's really no reason against it. I feel like right. it's weird. I live in an area where I'm uh, I live in a, an area where there's a large African American population. And I I, uh, I I've seen Toys R Uses and Targets on the other sides of, of Portland as well. And I see Finn hanging on, on the pegs in other parts of town and being sold well where I live. And it's frustrating just because I feel like there is, I don't know if it's collectors or what, but just a lack of uh, enthusiasm maybe. And uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, it's very disconcerting. And, yeah. uh, and I don't know if it's just a prevailing sentiment. I hope that when the film comes out, that it's something that is quieted out and, uh, Kind of brush under the rug because I think that one, especially kids, I think once they see the movie, every one of them is going to enjoy all those heroes, just like we did when we were kids. Like Finn, Poe, and Ray are going to be everybody, everybody's favorites. Yeah, yep. they're all going to be amazing. Yeah, we were just talking earlier in the episode. Uh, we were talking about um, Liam had said that he thought, or that he actually kind of wanted Luke to go away in this in this uh, in this episode. He's ready ready for the new characters to be the center of the story and that's that he awesome. doesn't that he doesn't really need those old characters there and I'm like well I think that's what this movie is largely going to do I think is kind of pass that torch but he's I think both Anna and Liam they're ready for that torch to be passed already they don't which I mean that doesn't say doesn't mean they don't love those old movies right you guys like the original trilogy oh, am I right yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean it's, <laughs> so but you guys uh, said you you prefer them a little bit to the to the prequels right you you like the originals yeah. The most, yeah, and and I think I do because they were the first ones I saw, and mm-hmm. uh, you know I, I really enjoy the prequels, but I I definitely have a little bit of a greater affection because they're the first things I ever saw. You know, like the, fir- the first movie I saw where I was conscious was Return of the Jedi, and I can't remember at all. I wasn't a year old, but 
I, 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 I know that it was always around, you know, I was brought home and put in sheets that were uh, Cloud City sheets, you know, on my, <laughs> on my, on my brother's beds and, you know, it's, it's always been around. I can't, I can't, like somebody asked when you were first exposed to Star Wars and I can't possibly fathom it. It's like it was there with everything else, like the ABCs and English, it was, it was Star Wars was there and I always hand me down books and, yeah, but it's awesome because I'm ready as well for to see, to see new stuff. You know, I was I was excited for the prequels when they were cam- coming out, and I kind of grew apart from them because I was going through college at the at the end of them coming out, and uh, did, didn't I don't know. And I, I was out of the country when Episode Three came out, so it's the only one I haven't seen in the theaters. But but uh, no, I think that that enthusiasm is really exciting, and I know that my niece and nephew are excited as well, but. They've kind of, the way they've gotten into Star Wars has been Rebels and Clone Wars and all the movies all at once. Even though they had seen the movies before. And before that, I think primarily my nephew thought of it as a Lego video game. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's interesting because that is the same way he was exposed to Lord of the Rings initially. <laughs> That's funny. I think uh, Liam Liam's had that experience, right? Married Bud with... Uh... Like Pirates of the Caribbean, we've never seen a single Pirates of the Caribbean movie, but but we played the Lego game quite a bit. And <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's, I, it's similar with these kids, I think, right, guys? Like, uh, there's not a lot of differentiating between prequels and original trilogy and Clone Wars and Rebels. I mean, there's an obvious divide, and and I think you guys are, you know, you understand what's what and everything, mm-hmm. uh, and you can kind of tell the difference between them, right? Mm-hmm. They have different styles and stuff. But uh, but it's sort of all at once, isn't it? It's sort of all you know. We started with the movies. I did start with the movies with with them, but but uh, you know, it's not like they had you know ten years between <laughs> right one set of movies and the other. You know, it's all it's all sort of compacted into a, a few years of exposure, and then you're all caught up. You know. But it seems like those t- those the original trilogy and the prequels, they seem like they're two very different. Like trilogies, seems like they're two different trilogies. I agree. I mean, there was a lot of time between it, and a lot of change in technology. I mean, the starting with Attack of the Clones, it was the first movie that was shot entirely digitally. So just just the way they made it was was different. You know, even though there was a lot of things they did the same. That they George Lucas, I think, always pushed technology, and he and he was in a different space. You know, he was a young man who was. Uh, starting a family and then going through a divorce during the original trilogy and when he was making the prequels he uh you know i think was a, was a single father who had many children and was uh i don't know in a different in a completely different place and i think he was trying to make a movie for those children specifically whereas before he was making a movie maybe for himself mm-hmm. yeah but not for the fans, right? We learned that recently. <coughs> oh, sorry. I, I feel like he's never really, really cared about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which you know, there's something to be said for that. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I, I almost feel like the prequels, some of their weaker points, could be made better had he stuck to his guns on the one thing he said he's caved on, which was uh, his original idea for Jar Jar Banks was to have him start the rebellion with with Bail Antilles uh, or, or with with a. Uh, with with Bail Organa, um, because he uh, he re- he realized he'd been manipulated by Palpatine. I don't think that I've read that. Yeah, no, he'd said that he backed off on it because of I think of all the hate yeah. Jar Jar got. Right. And 
right. I, I feel like that would have redeemed the, the the character for those people. And it was totally. Freddie, it was Freddie Prince Jr. on a Wolfpack podcast uh, from maybe close to a year ago or over a year ago. Uh, one of the one of his first interviews with them, where he said where he was defending Jar Jar, and he pointed out. Jar Jar is 16 years old. He's barely older than Padme, and he's not a, a royalty. You know, he's a screw-up. And, and, like, it's not fair to judge him harshly when you think about the way a lot – like, Luke's a screw-up who has the force to help him out. Which I, <laughs> I, uh, I just thought of it uh, at a friend on, on Twitter, Jessica, uh, point out how often the force bails out Luke and how he's kind of a screw-up in those movies, especially the first two yeah. And it made me think because of the context that I've been thinking of it in, where where uh, Vader's father is the Force. It's like good old Luke, you know, is is a uh, gets bailed out by Grandpa Force whenever he screws up. Yeah, and it's it's totally true though. He he, uh, he has that that failsafe, but he's just as whiny and as uh, he's not as goofy as Jar Jar. But when I think about him as a, as a teenage screw up who who's on his own. It's really it's hard not to just feel sorry for him instead of being annoyed by him. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good point. So he's got like the, the he's he's a privileged youth who always has daddy's force power to fall back on. <laughs> yeah, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel like it because he's in, you know at the farm, but <laughs> right, right. It's, it's it's subtle. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, Jared, did you ever um, do you watch uh, Avatar or Korra? Yes, you know yes. Uh, they're actually two of my very favorite. Uh, yeah. animated series or any series of, in recent times. Oh, us too. Yeah, we, we love them. Love uh-huh. them so much. Um, one thing that I, uh, just speaking of theories, and we're kind of going off on tangents, but I, I knew that would happen when I started talking to you, so uh, that's why I put you last. <laughs> uh-huh. oh, I'm excited. <laughs> but, um, so so the first season of Korra, yeah. we have uh, Amon, who is taking uh, bending power away from people and, and using rhetoric of uh, of equality to do so. Um, I, I, I keep going back to him when I, when I keep, when I'm thinking, and I know that you, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't even be talking about this with you <laughs> because I know that you, you've read some spoilers, right? <laughs> and I do, we are, I, I do keep up on, spoilers, you do keep up but on I spoilers. try to, I try to keep aware of what yeah. is not public. You know, sure, I, I, mean, sure. I feel like anything in the commercials is fair game, but, yep, and, yep. and I, I mean, I remember, very early on after the first trailer, me not even thinking of, about it in context of spoilers, but referring to Finn as a defected stormtrooper mm-hmm. and a friend, uh, I think a mutual friend online, uh, BBK. Yep. Uh, it, it was like, oh no, spoilers. I'm like, oh no, I don't mean anything from spoilers. I'm just inferring from the commercial. Sure. Like, I'm yep. not trying to spoil people on Twitter. Like, that's yes. not, oh, and that's I know, not and my I, thing. I, I, I try I, not I to be oversensitive, that. but I also try not to do it to anyone because I don't want I wouldn't want anyone spoiling anything for me. You know, so. Right, right. So, so I that, choose to do it. <laughs> yes. So that said, um, uh, you know, we're a spoiler-free podcast, and I know that you're already aware of that. So, um, but we also do talk about everything that's been officially released. Um, so, so anyway, that first season with Amon, I feel like whenever I think of what the what the First Order's up to, what Kylo Ren is up to, and what the Knights of Ren are about. Yeah. Um, it almost, I almost get this Amon feeling where, where they're, they're going to use the language of equality against the new Republic, which used the language of equality in the first place. Right. Which used this, this language of, uh, of, you know, freedom of Liberty. Right. Um, and they're, you know, how can we have that when there are people who can use the force in the, in the galaxy? Right. 
Um, it's not something I've heard, but I, I think that it'd be an interesting story component. And so much, yeah. I think, I, I don't think there's been anything that's legitimate that's like an official synopsis, you know, you know with every single story beat laid out. Sure. The things that I have heard are very much, you know, they're drawn from from legitimate information, I think. But it's, it's a lot of it is based on informed conjecture, and there's still questions, you know, like, how does this person get here? How does this happen? So I, I I feel like there's a lot of potential for that sort of thing. You know, there's there's a question amongst the people who are the most informed as to what the real mission of the Knights of Ren is, or the, or the you know the First Order. And like you'd said, uh, you know, the other day on your on your podcast, and we we talked about uh, the idea that uh, uh, maybe the the First Order is a continuation of the idea of eliminating the Jedi. Uh, yeah. because, because I feel like that is plausible. Here's hearing on the toys, you know, and, and the quotes, what we've heard from Kylo Ren, you know, he talks about killing, the, finding the last of the Jedi and, and finishing what Vader started. When you think about that, was one of Vader's major missions. He was the head of the Jedi purge. And Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then there's the whole idea that, um, it, 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 it might not be readily known or advertised that, that uh, you know, Vader turned at the end, and oh ended sure, up, I mean, how would, it, how would how would anyone know at all? Uh, I don't uh, think. Unless unless Luke is going around saying, "Oh, by the way, Vader's my dad," and he ended up killing the Emperor, and he actually was a nice guy at the very end. Uh, so if Kylo Ren doesn't know any of that, and how would he, like you say, then you feel like Luke would have no reason to say that. I, mean, I don't sure. Know. Oh, it would be in the the New Republic's best interest for him not to, right? You'd think for the hero of the New <laughs> Republic and the, one of the leaders of the New Republic. Well, I mean, yeah, that that too. Like, you got it's got to be strange for Leia and Luke and Han as people who are close to one another who know their their connection because you'd think they would keep that secret as well. Like, without revealing that their dad is the Vader, how do they explain? Without creating a lot of questions, how do they explain that their brother and sister to people? Yeah, you know, it, like yeah. It, so. It just feels awful. (laughs) I guess they they get away with behaving that way because of their bond. No one would question the three of them being close, but it's just it's got to be weird for them because they know this now. But you'd think they have to keep their their family a secret. Yeah, which would add to the mystery, you know, of of any new character. Maybe you know the idea that maybe there's a continuation of that more extenuating circumstances that for whatever reason it's in the child's best interest to not know they're a Skywalker or a, a Skywalker solo. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Now, oh, my mind's just reeling and I have like 50 questions that are competing with each other. So maybe we should <laughs> move on. <laughs> Did you have another question? I know you said you had a couple and I think we've, <laughs> we've talked for th- uh, 25 minutes on one of them. So I'm trying to think of, what other idea I had? Oh, just that my, my other, my only other idea of a potential injury that might be not, you know, gory or gruesome because you could mostly be be shown off screen, but just something that would be terrifying and be new would be if uh, Finn or someone in, the, in a lightsaber battle was uh, blinded in one eye. Oh, that's so funny. I was just, I was thinking that as well when you mentioned what sorts of injuries could be <laughs> well, could, blinding. My, my, yeah, yeah. My, my thought was, you know, with a cybernetic eye and with the way Luke's hand looks normal, the actor wouldn't have to have a fake scar even. They could look the same afterward and even have something potentially, you know, uh, you know, by having a cybernetic eye, by having some sort of connection with you know, droids or being a cyborg, yeah, you know, yeah. a slight, a slight evolution towards 
Vader, or uh, but I, I feel like that's it would be an interesting injury because it could be something that wouldn't necessarily be life ending or that that awful in their world. Just like losing a hand isn't as traumatic as it is in our world. Sure, but it also would appear, you know, a lightsaber to the face with blood everywhere mm. to the character even if it even if the viewer wasn't seeing the gore that could explain in the trailer ray's reaction over whatever body she's over I, I feel like it'd be a way that they could get away with her thinking oh no this new best friend of mine is potentially dead when just if he lost an arm you think maybe the reaction wouldn't be quite as intense sure because yeah. it'd be traumatic but he's gonna make it <laughs> unless, no, unless none of them are going to make it, and that's just, and maybe that's what she's afraid of. Yeah, I, yeah. Which I, I guess at that point is reasonable as well. She doesn't appear to have picked up the lightsaber and doesn't appear to be holding her staff, so it could be a pretty that that that's a very loaded scene. Oh uh, yeah, one of the one of the ones I'm most <laughs> curious about. All the stuff on the snow planet is the stuff I'm most interested in. Yep. At, at, at this point, yeah, they knew what they were doing when they put that scene in there. Uh, <laughs> Um, well, yeah, I will yeah. speculation. Oh, especially, yeah. especially about you know if there will be an Obi Wan situation, if someone will uh, you know d- die in this movie. Yeah, there's all sorts of debate and speculation yep. and questions. That's, I think that's probably the the theme of this uh, of this episode of our podcast. Uh, that's <laughs> a, lot that of, a lot. A lot of the questions. A about? lot of questions have have centered on like, are we going to see a Force ghost? Which I never, you know, I that's something that I don't. I don't think about that much. And I, I never found myself wondering that, which I don't know. Maybe that me I didn't, I, I don't. Yeah. Right. And I, and I, I don't know. Uh, maybe that's like a blind spot for me in the, in star Wars where I just don't really, maybe I don't care that much about force ghosts. I don't know. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's something that never stood out to me. I mean, it's because we don't really see it other than something that happens with Obi-Wan until the very end. And you never have any function for Yoda and mm-hmm. Anakin as, as right. Force Ghosts. They're just right. there for a second. Yep. It feels more like you just think of Obi-Wan instead of thinking of Force Ghosts, for, for, for me. Right, yeah, yeah. Because we, uh, we didn't see it at all in the prequels. That's probably That's why. That's probably why. I mean, we well, heard I about it. I don't know how it, far though. you guys are in the Clone Wars. I can't remember. Have you guys seen all of it? Or um, We saw Mortis. So that had Qui-Gon's Force Ghost. But later and, on, th- yeah. th- there's some rules of Force Ghost, and yep. uh, you, you know, where it feels like maybe that was part of just more the way Mortis was that, you, that he could sure. see, and, or maybe the fact that it was Anakin as well, because or wait, no, it was nope, uh, he appeared to, he appeared to both of them, Obi Wan and Anakin. I was going to say it was yeah. Anakin and Obi Wan. Dang it! Yep. Uh, I've, I've always felt that Mortis was not even a place, and it, <laughs> that and is a state I, of mind. Me too. You thought I th- that too, Anna. Yeah, that's awesome. I know. I it's just I, like I, a space station, like the Death Star. Oh, you it's, think it's that? It, it feels like it's just a space station. Mm. It looks like it from the outside with that kind of shell. It looks like it was maybe man-made, but I, I always felt like it was uh, the Dagobah cave vision that Luke had, where he sees himself inside of Vader. I think it's. The, I think that's his version of it. It's Anakin's version, but Anakin is so strong in the Force that. Obi Wan and Ahsoka participate in it with him. Wow! Like really? just from my really, yeah, just just from the first <laughs> viewing, that's yeah. the vibe I got. I was yeah. like, oh, he's he's tripping out, and he's making them do it with him <laughs> because is it because it's the it's the only thing that makes sense to me because of the time difference. Because when he gets out, 
when they all wake up and Co- I forget if it's Cody or Rex on the on the communicator, yeah. but they're but they're like, what are you talking about? It's only been twenty five seconds. Oh like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like that for, for me, it's the only thing that makes sense to me. Yeah, it's either a, either a vision or time travel, which uh, you don't want to put time travel in there. I feel like once you, I love time travel stories. Yep, but I don't me too. ever want. I don't ever want to see them in Star Wars because <laughs> you already have the Force. You have one giant MacGuffin. You, you don't need two. <laughs> have you I, have, or have you read Flow Walking? Have you read enough of the books to know about Flow Walking? I have not. Okay, yeah. So that's that's basically I've, Star. I've, I've read of it. Yeah. In, uh, in the like Jedi Code and Sith sure. and Book of Sith books, yeah. I have those uh, kind of in universe written book so yeah, I, I, yeah. it's written it's written about in the sith book i think yeah. as a, a skill but it may be in the jedi book too I can't, i'm trying to remember but no it's a uh, an interesting idea yeah i really hope it doesn't make it <laughs> into the I would, canon i feel like the story i feel like wouldn't do that okay anna needs to stretch so stretch your legs anna she's gonna get off the get off the mic for a second here oh liam's got <laughs> He was walking away with his headphones on. Hold on. <laughs> uh, they're both like, all right, Taking a break. come you on, guys. Have guys. Been doing it for a long time. <laughs> it's been it, it's it's like a marathon. Seriously, it's been yeah two and a half hours now. Um, so so they're gonna come back for just in in just a second. Um, and this whole so, Skype has been a half an hour. <laughs> you have already. Oh, that's so funny. What? <laughs> um, they're they're giving me these looks that that they give me when like I'm talking with old friends and they're like seriously you're still talking you're still on the phone um it's gonna be a long long episode which is good I like that it's good to have those every once in a while longest um, episode longest episode ever that's right so oh Anna you gotta get back on the microphone because because I'm gonna ask uh, ask him something that has to do with you oh careful don't don't unplug the USB cord there there we go. Oh, we got one microphone and we're on my bed. That's how we do our podcasts here. <laughs> Which uh, I try really hard to make it sound good. But no, it does. You do. You do a really good job. I'm in my. I'm lucky enough to have my brother and sister-in-law's office to use. Yeah. Where it's kind of away from most of the sound in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My right, my right now there's a space here to going just because it's freezing it here. That's funny. So. I was just gonna say my furnace has been off since two thirty. <laughs> because <laughs> because uh, when it turns out it's too loud okay um all right so you had some thoughts about something we talked about a couple episodes ago where anna said that she had uh some friends who thought that disney was going to ruin star wars with the force awakens um, I did. and i'm wondering if you could uh share that with us absolutely i would i would ask your your uh, schoolmates or acquaintances or friends if they enjoy marvel movies because it's the same exact situation. Because Marvel movies are made by the Marvel Company, which is owned by Disney. But they're not made by Disney. They're not Disney movies. And it's the same way for Star Wars, where they're Lucasfilm movies. And they were bought by Disney for a reason. Because they like the movies and the, and the product that those people make. And they want them to keep doing the job they're doing. The person who's in charge there is Kathleen Kennedy. And she was hired by George Lucas before he sold it to Disney. It was, so it, there wasn't even a change in leadership. So it's really kind of funny when people worry about Disney because if they like Marvel movies and they like Pixar movies, there's nothing really to worry about. So there you go, Anna. So no, you can, you can uh, 
<laughs> I really like Marvel movies because they probably do. They do. Most oh, of think... the most of the people who complain about you know CGI like Marvel movies, and I say, how do you like the Hulk and hate and hate Jar Jar Banks just because he's made with a computer? It's okay if you don't like him. No, nobody likes everything, but you can't hate things because. Be- you, you you can't overgeneralize and 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 put things into categories because then you look foolish because yeah. the same people who love Gollum hate hate the idea of CGI in Star Wars and that's that baffles me yeah. <laughs> because yeah. it's it seems very obvious to me if most young people enjoy Transformers movies and then hear them parroting you know something they've heard an older relative say it, it it's really kind of sad because I, I I see it with my niece's peers a little bit you know and my my nephew, when he had his Star Wars party two years ago on his sixth birthday party, uh, he's about a about a year older than you, Liam, because he's a seven and a half. Yeah, and also about the um, about the Transformer movies, Anna and me barely even know what they are. <laughs> That's right, we have not we have not watched nope. those at all. No, nope. <laughs> you know neither of my, neither of my niece and nephew because my brother and I enjoy them so little. They actually watched the Transformers cartoons from when we were kids. Yeah, but they've well, not, never seen the movies because because they're they're not very fun. I, no, they're horrible. They're horrible. Don't see the point in making yeah. a movie about a toy line for for little kids that isn't fun at all. Yeah. <laughs> like it's kind of sad and depressing and violent. Yeah. Like, does, yeah. I, I don't I don't know who they're for because they're not they're not for me. That's that's a good point. And they don't they don't seem like they're for kids. They seem like they're for depressed people my age who have different ways of dealing with it maybe like like <laughs> trying to relive their childhood in some dark fantasy but yeah yeah i i don't understand it but but that that's a good point it's i i like to hear <laughs> you that you aren't familiar with them <laughs> but, i try i try <laughs> but but no i i hear people complain and my, yeah my nephew on the, at his birthday there was one friend who was there who was like oh yeah my dad says clone wars isn't real star wars when all the kids there liked it and and like he wanted to be able to talk about it at school with his friends yeah because they were all familiar with it and i'm like that's really sad like like yeah. I, I said that's just his opinion like and that's fine but you can't tell us what star wars is <laughs> like, like, like it says star wars we all like it it's, it's okay right and at least while he was at that party, he got to enjoy it and not worry about it. But it's, that's sad to me that somebody, uh, like it's okay, it's okay to me that people don't don't enjoy all all of Star Wars. But I, oh yeah, I don't get why you dwell on the parts you don't like if you considered yourself a fan. Like what why why you'd focus on things that make you unhappy. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And it's not, and a lot of it's. I mean, it's construct. It's not constructive. It's yeah. No, it's, know, I, uh, I love analysis and discussion right. and criticism. Like it's just when it's when it's only serves to repeat a negative feeling. Like it, you, you become a or it creates an echo chamber too, where all you're hearing and feeling about it is negativity, and then it it that doesn't create any posit- any positivity. It only builds itself. It only keeps growing. Right. So, so we have eleven days uh, before the Force Awakens. Um, <laughs> what uh, what are your plans? I'm actually the, the, for the premiere. I'm going to go by myself just because everyone around me is not that much into Star Wars, other than my niece and nephew who have school on Friday. And uh, so for Thursday night, I'm going to go uh, and go right after work. There's it'll be the second showing. 
time in Portland where most of them start at 7 and mine will start at 7.30 because uh, I want to see a 2D one. I don't want to yeah, see same, it in 3D. Same here. That's what we're doing too. Yeah, 7.30. I was so mad that we couldn't <laughs> get tickets. For three for, for 2D? Yeah, for 2D. And, I found, and then we did and I was like, yippee. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, no, me too. I, I'm not very interested in 3D. I, I can do it occasionally. I've only really enjoyed it once in the theater when I saw um, Gravity. Oh, yeah. Where it was very well used. Like, yeah. and I, I feel like if that's the point, if it's done by the director for a reason to put you in the story, that's cool. But if it's just to make more, more money or to do bells and whistles, then it doesn't feel like it's really necessary to me. And, and it, it, it takes me out of it a little bit more, more than lets me yeah. immerse myself in it. I, I, I notice the things jumping out, and then I think that I'm supposed to notice it. And I don't know. Right, that's just it. I always find myself every once in a while thinking like, oh, how is 3D enhancing this scene? And then I'm mm-hmm. out of the movie. So we're going to go see it in 3D, just not the first time, right? So see, I, 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 I'm, I'm in the same exact yeah. boat. Where I, I think that most of the times, because my niece and nephew prefer it in 2D as well, the yeah. most times I, I, I see it, it will probably be in 2D, but, uh, but I'm not sure. And I, I imagine if I, I see it with... Uh, a couple of my friends later on, I, I will be seeing it in 3D just because that's what they, they prefer. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, and, and then I don't have any tickets uh, ready specifically after the, the premiere ahead of time, but my parents are arriving in town that same day, and then they have their wedding anniversary two days later, and I will probably be taking them to see Force Awakens a bunch because I have two weeks off because my niece and nephew have that time off and my my brother is my boss and he uh, has arranged it for our company to have the same time off in the winter as his kids so he can have the time off and awesome. uh, yeah no it's it's we, we all appreciate it there like a, a whole lot having having two weeks in the winter is amazing most people are very lucky to have that much that much vacation time at all yeah yeah and. And you no, know, we were extremely grateful, and uh, yeah, no. So I'm going to be using that to my advantage, and I will be seeing it a whole lot during that time with different combinations of people I know who are interested in it, but not so much so that they're going to, you know, go the night of when they have to go to work the next morning, and and I don't know. I all and my my brother I think would go, who grew up a huge fan and has kind of grown away from it, except he's going to hit to see it with both of his kids and uh, with, a, with a couple friends as well. And, and he doesn't want to have to see it like nine times in case it's not his favorite. He's, just, he's, he's like, if I'm going to have to see it three times at least, I want to kind of dole them out. And I think that's fair. Yeah. When, when you said that your niece and nephew had school on Friday, Anna gave me this, uh, this knowing grin because uh, they're going to be sick on Friday. <laughs> That is always okay. I Who's gonna be sick on Friday? <laughs> you guys are gonna be sick on the Full Friday. Uh, yeah, sick because you're not going to school that next morning because you're gonna be up too late watching the movie. So are we? We're not gonna be sick. No, I'm. I'm quote sick. Quote right? Air quotes. Sick. Because <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to call the the school, Liam, and I don't think I can tell them. Actually, you know what? I might just be honest with them and just be like, you know, <laughs> you we went to a movie. Me. I am, but they're not supposed to miss school unless they're sick. So then I'm like, well, it's just one time. It's I'm, a cultural I, event. <laughs> and you could say you're out of town. 
Yeah, there you go. Because you're in another galaxy. Yeah, we're in Star Wars Town. No, I, uh, <laughs> I, I have taught kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade, fourth, and sixth. Yeah. And I can tell you that the last days before break are usually not very important. That's true. That's true. A lot of people are going we out of try, town anyway. We try on that to do stuff, but yeah, you, you can't. When you know so many people are going to be out of town, it's very hard. So a lot so, of, of it's holiday themed or winter yeah. themed stuff just to take up time. I mean, half the time you just put on videos at that point. Even yeah, you're exactly. Not, not supposed to. <laughs> so, so as you know from listening to the podcast, Liam's very a very. Uh, I don't want to. <laughs> he doesn't want to lie. Lie. <laughs> He's a very, very I, you know, uh, honest I am person. I'm lying as well. Yeah, me I too. To, I, I am too. So. Honest, so what should we say? We might just tell them that that you are very tired because you're up so late and that you can't come to school. And you know, if they say, "Well, they should come anyway," then maybe I'll say, "Well, maybe they'll come in the afternoon if they're feeling better." Well, you can say you, exhaustion is a is a medical condition. You, they can be <laughs> too exhausted. I think we should just say we're sick because we're probably <laughs> going to be kind of sick. You, oh, there you go. See, You're up for 24 hours, you know, in, in excitement I, or whatever. Yeah, there you go. Oh, man. All right. Well, we better we better wrap this up because the kids are yawning. So, uh, <laughs> well, thank you so, so much for having oh, me on. It's been thank a you. real pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, before we go, I'm going to ask the, the standard how people can follow you online question. How can people follow you online? Oh. Right now, I'm only really online on Twitter, and I'm I'm walking slowly on Twitter, uh, J O A Q U I N, slowly, one word, and uh, yeah, no, and I, uh, you know, I'm occasionally on um, This Is Madness uh, podcast, and occasionally on Kessel Run Radio, and uh, have been routinely on the quote unquote greatest Star Wars <laughs> podcast in the world, but that is. <laughs> Not. Uh, I love that. Title. We consider ourselves, of course. Right. Uh, of course, our friend Jesse. Our friend Jesse put it perfectly. He he thought it was like the uh, Tenacious D song tribute, <laughs> yeah. which is about the yep. greatest song in the world, but would never make any claim to be such. Right. We we discuss our favorite podcast. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah and uh, and I make artwork for MakingStarWars.net and uh, their their podcast. Now this is podcasting, and uh, yeah, that's my contribution to the fandom awesome yeah the uh, i've played the kids the couple times you've given us a shout out on the greatest star wars podcast in the awesome. world um well, but i've I only really do enjoy you guys stuff and i understand oh, why it. you can't show them uh, yeah. why you don't show them the rest yeah i only play the shout out and somehow magically uh Mag- magnus has managed not to swear during your shout outs so <laughs> no you know, so i appreciate we're not, that <laughs> we're not quite that bad we do have <laughs> foul kidding. mouths uh, I've joking. managed. I, 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 I've been pretty good at it since I've uh, been a teacher. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Turn it off. No, I, I'm able to turn it off too. My kids, I don't think they've ever heard me. Well, unless we just talk about the words, then I say them all. Right. Sometimes I just, I just, sometimes I just rattle them off, all the words, <laughs> just so they can hear what they are because I know they know them already and take some of the mysticism out of them. You know. Yeah, uh, I've always felt like talking about it is not a bad thing. Right. Yeah, Liam's just got this little, this uh, something-eating grin right now on his face. Like, yeah, I remember when he did that. No, my, oh, my niece loves discussing it because she yeah. can get away with saying it. And right. That's occasionally my my nephew will do the same, and he has yeah, that yeah. same that same <laughs> grin when he does. Uh, 
That's great. He looks like All he right. knows he's been caught before he's, yeah, even, yeah. before he's even said it. Just just thinking it, he knows. If I try this, they're going to know. But he's, he still goes for it. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right, man. Well, thank you again for coming on. And thanks for the questions. No problem. It was, will... it was, like I said, a pleasure and an honor. Thank you guys so much for having me on. All right, cool. We'll talk to you later. We'll have to catch yeah. up with you after the after the Force Awakens too. Absolutely, that would be really fun. I would yeah. love. I'm definitely uh, interested to hear what all you guys have to say and what what your thoughts are. Cool. Same here. All right, man. See you later. Talk to you cool. later. <laughs> yeah. Talk to all you right. soon. Bye. Bye. All right. There we go. So there we go. Thus ends our Children of the Force pre the Force Awakens question and answer council extravaganza that was quite the extravaganza kids my armpits are wet no, i'm, st- <laughs> I'm sweaty i don't know why but i just sweat when i do podcasts i'm like I'm sweating sweaty buckets over here and i know we've had the heat off for like two or three hours i'm almost, actually but- <laughs> sweating too. oh I'm man sweating. i'm sweating but my armpits are kind of hot are kind of hot yeah a little warm but really quick before we go we're going to do a uh, shout-out. But Daddy, what? you ain't here really need Okay, you guys can go stretch while I do my shout-outs, okay? You got to stick around, though. But you can go walk around the room while I do shout-outs, okay? Yes. Shout, 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 shout. Out. All right, we're just going to do one shout-out today. Uh, Roku Depot included our podcast in their podcasts in review last week, so here's our shout-out to them. Uh... Really quick, I just want to read a little bit of what they said, guys. Uh, They said specifically about the Star Wars line special, also known as the story time with Jedi Master Daddy. Uh, This is my first time listening to this podcast, and I was very impressed. Not only do they have really good audio quality and nice music cues, but it's done by a father and his daughter and son, which presents a neat perspective as they share and geek out on Star Wars together. Very well done and a great episode, so... That's pretty cool. Uh, if you guys have not, if you listeners have not checked out Roku Depot, check it out. Uh, it's a great resource for a lot of Star Wars awesomeness, including weekly write-ups about podcasts and the content they're putting out. Uh, this isn't the first time that we've mentioned them on the podcast. Kids, you might recognize the the name Roku Depot because uh, back at Star Wars Celebration, when StarWars.com was posting those like six-hour videos. Roku Depot posted um, this really good breakdown of like what time signature each. You could just click on the link and go to the running of the Willrow Hoods, right? And you wouldn't have to you wouldn't have to search through everything. The um, the they're doing Hoods. stuff like that all the time. They do like lists of all the canon books in order, in chronological order, and they it's a really great website, great resource. Uh, check them out. They're at RokuDepot.com, and Roku is pronounced or not pronounced. Roku is spelled. R-O-Q-O-O. And then, of course, Depot, D-E-P-O-T, dot com. And they are on Twitter and Facebook as Roku Depot as well. So thank you for listening to our COTF pre-TFA Q&A extravaganza. We hope you enjoyed it. And remember, you can submit questions at any time at speakpipe.com slash children of the force. If you'd like to reach out to us online in other ways, you can contact us via Twitter at Force Children, Facebook, Children of the Force, email us at forcechildren at gmail.com, and our website is childrenoftheforce.com. And finally, please leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or anywhere else you listen to us. Doing so will make it easier 
for more people to find us. Wow, this is the longest podcast we have ever recorded. This is a marathon, you guys. High five. High five. You guys, I seriously cannot believe you sat around for all this and, and participated and were quiet and respectful. Honestly, I'm so happy to be your dad. And I'm just dragging it out even longer, aren't I? Now I'm just like, I'm making this podcast even look. Oh, look at me coming so in for the hug. I'm to breathe oh, to be your friend because you are the best, wait, oh. maybe the best daddy ever, in I'm, my opinion, because you're the only daddy. I'm the best daddy in your world. All right. Four children of the force. I'm Al. I'm Anna. I'm Liam. And may, may the, the force be with you. you.